QAM presents Julio Honeys on Parade, your showcase okay, for transgendered Cuban men. My fault. Jorge Rodriguez as a oh, guest, Miss Liliana, Miss Rolando, Miss Martez, and special guest Richard Deacon. WQAM's Julio Honeys on Parade is brought to you by Tuck Tuckaway Pads and Precision Circumcision. I can't believe the old man forgot this was in there. Back in the good old days, before the old parts came, and politicians named Jose. This town was once alive, they even had spring rain. There were things to do all night, in Broward and in day. But the old fart walking dead, had the power to collect. The crooked Julio's, who just got off the boat. I've heard Neil Rogers cry. This is the day that Miami died. Everyone who thought that they knew best are the ones who brought a slow and painful death to Miami. Can you believe there was a time they had casinos in Allendale? Tried to organize the crime, but the experiment had failed. When the brain did came to town and tore the pump stuff down, they pissed all over the place. It's a big goddamn straight. I heard Neil Rogers cry. This is the day that my What a great place it could have been, but self-serving assholes ruined it. With That's enough for a while. That's going to be the interlude music today on this uh, very Cuban-intensive show that I'm going to do 
when I go into a coughing spell because I'll, I'll, I'll get to that explanation Tuesday, the day of the big, the big uh, brouhaha with the rafters, the boaters, and the traffic blocking. Worst day of my life in recent memory. I can't remember when I've had a worse day because, obviously, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I really wanted to do the show on Wednesday. I really wished that Neil was leaving two days early because I was pissed off and fired up. And I guess in retrospect, that's probably a good thing. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Because I'm much calmer now, and I can be reasonable and rational. Because what I was going through on that day, and, and, and the, why am I coughing? Because I, I had to go out and buy a bag because I wanted to bake my brains to try to numb my pain. I was already numb. I was numb with embarrassment and sick and nauseous. And, uh, and I, I bought the worst bag of cack weed I ever had in my life. I have a cack hack. Skank weed. Nasty. Um, so sorry if I, if I get a coughing spell. Um, I played that. That's Orchestra Aragon for those of you who are keeping score for all my Cuban brothers and sisters out there. And uh, I'll, I'll explain which ones of those I'm talking to. Uh, I have to, I'm going to spend just a few minutes trying to uh, straighten some things out about you know, how Cuban I am, because I'm going to spend the rest of the show ripping these asshole traffic blockers. But I don't want, and, and why am I going to rip the asshole traffic blockers? Because I'm the one that has to do it, and every other Cuban in this town who wasn't blocking traffic has to do it and has to speak up and be heard and express how embarrassed they were. Because like Chris Rock, who's an inspiration to me, Chris Rock for president, by the way, when he was doing that show talking about the niggers, um, and he got a lot of heat for that. He caught a lot of heat for that from his uh, black brothers and sisters, and he spent a lot of time trying to explain that he wasn't talking about black people. He was talking about niggers, that when he's at the ATM, he isn't looking for yuppies. He isn't looking over his shoulder for yuppies. He's looking at niggers, you know, to see if they're going to rob him. You know, there are two kinds of every kind of people, and, and I'm going to get into that. But I want to talk, I want, you know, uh, I got a lot of heat already over the past two days on the phone from some of my so-called brothers and sisters because they don't understand how I can be embarrassed by this kind of thing. Like, like you'd have to be insane to do it, number one, and you'd also have to be very stupid or insane or both not to understand why the rest of us, the other million point two point one, it's 1.7 million Cubans in the United States, by the way, Joe, in, in the whole United States. Six percent of the Hispanics in the United States are Cuban. I, I just want to spend a few minutes to try to express how very Cuban I am and how very proud to be a Cuban I am and I'm very proud of, of Cuban accomplishments and uh, here in this country, there in Cuba and the accomplishments of the Spaniards before Cuba was anything but an island full of Indians who we eventually killed except for like one village. But nevertheless, because I got a lot of heat from so-called Cubans for not supporting this, this very aberrant, antisocial, undignified behavior that we've been observing and that we're threatened with more of. So, I mean, I, I don't understand how that makes me anti-Cuban. I've spent my life like, like a freaking Cuban missionary, straightening people out who had uh, misconceptions about Cubans, uh, most of which, by the way, never met a Cuban in their lives. Most of the places where I lived and where I was, no one had ever seen a Cuban before. No one, you know, they have no idea. I say, I'm Cuban. They go, but you're white. I said, yeah, and so are all the other Cubans I know. And, and you know, they, they have these preconceived notions. They, they think that, uh, 
that they're Mexican tomato pickers. They think that they're Puerto Ricans with the switchblades. And, and not that those stereotypes are fair, but nevertheless, those are different countries. I, I have to turn the, uh, the phone off. One moment, please. Maybe I'm still a little bit emotional because, as, as you might have noticed, uh, the, the Latin people are an emotional people. Um, and maybe I have a fantasy. I have a fantasy that uh, maybe today, after uh, the, the passion has subsided, maybe some of these people who were out there in the streets blocking traffic, as opposed to the kind of calls that we've been having, maybe some of those people will call up. This is, this is a fantasy. This is a, a, a dream. This isn't going to happen. I'm going to talk for about an hour, and then we're going to open the phone lines, and I'm going to be blasted by so-called countrymen. But I'm going to explain who those people are to the Americans who don't understand a dual-class system because they were brought up in a three-class system here in the United States, upper, middle, and lower class. And in most of Latin America, because of the way that, because it was a feudal system, the Spanish colonials used the feudal system in their colonies, and that tradition pretty much remained for a long time and continues today in a lot of places. There was no middle class. You either upper class, the people that owned property and had real jobs and uh, white-collar jobs, and you could afford to send your children to school because there was no public education at the time. Or you were a cane cutter, and you were uneducated, and uh, you, know, you had bare feet and you lived in a grass hut. That's the dual-class system in Latin America, and, and Cuba you know, was no exception. So I'm not, I want to distance myself as far as possible from these people. But I have this, this dream that uh, some of these people, now that the passion has subsided just a little bit, will call up and say, you know what, I was out there, I was pissed off and fired up, but, but now that I think about it, I realize that that was the wrong thing to do. This only started recently with the, uh, the downing of those planes. There were no other antisocial incidences on the, you know, by the Cuban people until the planes got blown out of the air and, and nobody cared. Nobody in America cared, really. I wonder why. And so that's when they started blocking traffic and throwing temper tantrums and, and things like that. These people, those people, those not my people, those aren't my people. The people laying down in the streets, those aren't my people. Those are Wajitos. Let me introduce the, uh, this word to the, uh, to the Americans. You can use this word as an insult, by the way. Wajito. It means uh, hillbilly, hick, cane cutter the people that lived in the mountains, the people that lived in the fields, that were uneducated and, and weren't gentlemen and ladies, don't know how to behave in public, that kind of thing. Uncivilized. The other 1.2 million Cubans down here that weren't laying down in the streets, th that lady that called up yesterday, I, I, know I'm, I know I'm rambling, Joe, and I'm sorry, I'm going to ramble for about an hour. That lady that called up yesterday had me so pissed off. Just, just I, I'm seething, I'm seething now. I'm slipping into it. To think that she, she actually claimed that she is representative of the Cubans, that, you know, not only are they going to keep blocking traffic, but if they, if they wanted to, they could, you know, they could call upon all of the other ones to do likewise. I don't think so, honey. I am much more representative of the typical Cuban than you will ever be, because the typical Cuban is not laying down in the street. They're as embarrassed as I am. They're, they were blocked also. They were late getting home. They were as pissed off as all of the Americans whatever color they were, whatever, uh, you know, European ancestry they might have had, who was also stuck in that crap and pissed off. And you saw it on the news. They were arguing with each other. 
But anyway, I'm late for the break. I'm going to go on. I'm just going to spew about this whole thing. I've got to get it off my chest. I wanted to do a lighthearted Friday show. But, but instead, we're forced to do this thing because, uh, well, because of these people, because of these wajitos. And I'm not going to, you know, don't even bother calling for a while because I'm going to spew for a long time. I want to, I, you know, I want to clear the air about, about some crap and, and get this all off my chest. And hopefully we can get it done today so that next week we won't have to revisit it. And hopefully over the weekend, these rumors that we heard about a protest uh, to celebrate the victory won't happen. How, how insane is that? We're going to piss people off to celebrate that we got our way because we threw a temper tantrum? This is what you want to be famous for? This is when, when the national media covers South Florida and, and shows people in the streets waving Cuban flags? This is what you want the Cubans to be famous for? That's not what I want to be famous for. But anyway, to be continued, 1013 on 560 WQAM. <laughs> When it comes to Internet access, you want the best. No busy signals, a direct and local connection, unrestricted access, and most importantly, quick downloading. After all, who wants to wait to see this week's latest edition of porno to the web? Oh, don't act like it's not you. Studies show that over 85% of users on the web are there simply for porno, and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. That's why we've invented America Porn Line, the fastest Internet connection for X and XXX rated viewing there is. How annoying. Annoying was it when I was checking out the latest Hooter site and I had to spend a good half a minute staring at this chick's damn face because it was taking so long to download the important parts. Thanks to America Porn Line's fast connections, I'm in Hooter heaven. America Porn Line. For when your stop on the information superhighway leads right to the red light district. 1018560 WQAM. One of these days I'll be as tight as the old man. Who is, uh, by the way, on vacation for those of you who are shocked and dismayed by this, who didn't know he was leaving. Monday will be a tape, the best of Jeff Rimmer, and uh, I'll be back all next week. Sorry, I'm just giving you enough warning now to tune out and go find something to do. Those of you who don't like this kind of thing, sorry about that. This is the best we could do, is me. So, too bad. But uh, nevertheless, this is what you're stuck with. And uh, by the way, happy, uh, happy birthday, America. It's 4th of July coming up, and um, we'll, be, uh, we'll be up in Fort Wyatt visiting the in-laws for the 4th. And when we go up there, uh, they're, they're, a, they're a southern gentry kind of family with World War II veterans uh, in their family and things like that. A lot of American tradition in that family of crackers. And uh, we sit at the dinner table and uh, things come up like, hey, so what have the Cubans done for America lately? Things like that. And what am I going to be able to say when I go up there this time? I'm going to say, oh, well, we uh, blocked some traffic and uh, disrupted the community. And we endangered people's lives over some boat-floating refugees, over some illegal aliens, over some people I never met before. See, what some of my brothers and sisters don't realize is that every country in the world has the right to decide who comes into that country and who crosses their borders. Every country has that right. I don't see many other countries taking in the downtrodden. I don't see the Statue of Liberty in the harbor of any other country taking in miserable people. I don't see any other country besides the United States of America putting their dollars and their lives on the line on the other side of the ocean for people who are being victimized. I, I'm here. No other country, when the bad man took away my family's stuff and we had some stuff and we had no desire to go anywhere else, until the bad man took our stuff. 
when the government changed. Remember those words, the government changed. Because we're going to be revisiting that. There's a lesson in all of this. The government changed, and we lost all our stuff and had to go away. And the people that let us come into the country were the United States people, the American people. We said, can we come in? And they said, fill out this application so that we can see who you are. We want to ask you some questions because we don't want just any Tom, Dick, and Harry washing up on shore. What's wrong with that concept? We want to be able to ask you some questions, and we want you to promise that you're not going to be a freeloader when you get over here. That's fair. So we did, and we waited a year and a half, two years, online, very, very patiently, and they said, okay, your story checks out. Come on in. We're sending a plane for you. That's what happened with me and my family in 1969. If it sounds like I'm doing an American kiss-ass fest, well, you know what? The time is right for it. They deserve it. It's the 4th of July. I mean, I, I can't tell you how embarrassed I am by the behavior of some of my countrymen. And once again, I don't know who those people are in the street. I called all my friends and my family who happened to uh, be from Cuba or of Cuban descent. They weren't out there. They were hiding under the bed, hiding, hiding uh, their heads. Because all the rest of us do everything in our power. Not just me. I'm not special or anything like that. I'm just typical. Do everything in our power to put a good face on the Cuban people. And to dispel uh, inaccurate prejudices like the Cubans are on welfare or something like that. How do you take over a city if you're on welfare? How do you bribe politicians with food stamps? See, whenever you do something as a group to piss people off, all the bigots come out of the woodwork and start spewing their bigotry and throw in a lot of crap that is totally not true. And nobody's going to argue with it because everybody's pissed off at that particular group. And they have every right to be in this case. Cubans aren't on welfare. I've never met one that is. Most Cubans are right-wing Republicans and very anti-welfare. You don't take over a city. You don't uh, campaign for political office if you're on welfare. You don't bribe officials if you're on welfare. You, you have no power. Why do they have to speak? You know, why does everybody speak Spanish? The, the black lady that called yesterday was, uh, was pissed off because she can't get a job in Dade County because she can't speak Spanish. Well, if the Spanish-speaking people didn't have bucks to spend in those stores, no one would want to be accommodating them in the language of their choice. That's not a good thing. That just happens to be the way that it is. So cut the crap with that. There are plenty. If you want to bitch about Cubans, Lord knows, especially right now, you've got plenty to bitch about without having to make things up. But I don't, I don't blame any of the Anglos or anyone who came from any other country besides Cuba that's over here who's very pissed off. You have every right to be. I mean, I was, I was so numb. I was numb, nauseous, and on the verge of tears all at the same time watching all that crap on Tuesday. And by the way, before the traffic blocking started, every Anglo, every gringo friend that I knew, including my wife, was very sympathetic towards the way the Coast Guard treated those rafters. You know what? Way more sympathetic than me. Because since some of us care how the Cubans are portrayed in this country, I don't want people washing up on shore. I want the legal Cubans coming in. I think the quota is up to 20000 a year, which is way more than any other country that I can think of. And, and I thank the United States for that. Thank you. 
Those are the people that I want coming over here. The law-abiding people, the people that are, that are very content to wait in line and do things the American way. By knock, you know. That's the American fucking way. You knock politely on the door. Now, a lot of people that came from a lot of other countries, I don't think that you're better than me because a lot of people stowed away. A lot of people entered the country illegally from Europe. There were stowaways. Everybody who's over here, basically, they got over here however the hell they could. However the hell they could because they weren't cutting it in their own country or they were being oppressed or they were being politically oppressed or they were fleeing some feudal system over there or something like that. None of you were better than me. You just got here before me. You didn't get here before my grandma. And you didn't get here before some of my countrymen who were the first people over here, by the way, the first white people, that is to say. First European footprint on Florida sand was uh, made by Ponce de Leon, a spick. First white man to piss in the Mississippi was a spick, DeSoto. First white man to see the Pacific Ocean, a spick, etc. and so on. So I don't think I'm inferior to anyone. I don't think that, that any one of you are better than me. But here's, here's what you are, and that's you're very nice. And, and see, right after the Revolutionary War, those 13 colonies, they could have shut the doors right then and there. They could have said right then and there, we don't want any more people. But of course, in early colonial days, the more the merrier. So the doors were wide open for a long time until the country basically got full. And then we had to start having some immigration policies. And everyone has the right to have immigration policies. Every country in the world has the right to have immigration policies. If your car breaks down and you want to go use someone's phone, you knock on the door and you say very nicely, my car broke down, may I please use your phone? You don't kick the door down, barge in, start calling all your friends, and say, hey, there's a party at Joe's house. Come on in. And if Joe has a problem with it, pee on the carpet. I don't know who those people were that were blocking traffic down there, but those weren't my people. My people are a gentle people. My people are upright, ladies and gentlemen, who knock politely on the door. And when you say it's okay, then we come in. And once we're in, we do our best to contribute. And we have a lot to contribute to the multiracial, multicultural quilt that is America. Oh, say, can I, I wish I had some Star Spangled Banner music or something like that. I have my American flag. I'm waving it. I drew it myself because we don't have one in here. And I have a Cuban flag that's on my paper bag that I was wearing on my head yesterday. Is it time for another break and I'm, and I'm not halfway done? I got, a, I got an hour's worth. I got about an hour's worth and then we can... Uh, open up the phone lines and then we'll get some of these hysterical people calling and insulting me and calling me anti-Cuban because I don't understand why I'm, they don't understand why I'm embarrassed. Like this is how I want the world and the Americans and, and the Americans and the rest of the country, this is how I want them to think about the Cubans. This is what I want the Cubans to be famous for. Are you kidding me? Every ethnicity has the ability to create the, their own stereotypes. Chris Rock, once again, the hero of my life, made a comment about he doesn't understand how the Jewish people are offended when people stereotype them positively like by saying that, you know, the Jewish people are good with money. He said, you know, I, I pray for the day when I hear someone say, I got me a nigger accountant. <laughs> I pray for the day when I hear an American, you know, talk, bragging about living in South Florida because of the Cubans. That's what I pray for. When people come down here on vacation from other parts of the country, I want them going back to where they came from, to, you know, to Ohio or, or Colorado or wherever the hell they came from, talking up the Cubans, saying, wow, man, those Cubans, coolest people on earth. 
best thing we ever did was let them come in. That's what I want them saying. You think they're saying that now, you assholes? Before I get too emotional, let's do that break. 1028 on 560 WQAM. Only one South Florida radio station has the hammer. And you're listening to it at Goldberg. Weekday afternoons at 2, Sports Radio 560 QAM. Tired of the same old restaurants? Try the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah. How much is that doggy on the menu? The one with the barbecue tail. How much is that doggy on the menu? I'm sure glad the chef out of jail. That's right. No matter what the weather's like outside, it's always raining cats and dogs at the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah. We'll make your stomach stop growling and make your neighbor's pit bull stop doing the same thing. Talk about delicious. Mmm, mmm. Your meal is always fresh. We kill it right on the premises. For a heavenly meal at a sacrifice price, it's the Cafeteria Santeria. Try it once. You'll eat there religiously. How much is that doggy on the menu? The one that is fried in deep fat. Please bring me that doggy on the menu. And bring a side order of cats. Walk, run, or catch a greyhound for the Cafeteria Santeria of Hialeah, where we give new meaning to the word pet food. 26 till 11 on 560 WQAM. By the way, that uh, stereotype is accurate. Um, Santeria, that kind of thing, and the cockfighting, that's all true stuff. Those are the Wahidos, if you want to know. The, the country folk, the hill folk of Cuba. Like, uh, you know, who, who, who does the cockfighting in America? You all saw Roots, right? Like the southern people, the Hicks, that's who did it. I don't know if they still do. They do the dogfighting. We just had that on the news. Some redneck uh, pit bull ring was uh, busted up or they found some guy with a bunch of fighting dogs and things like that. The low-rent types. But anyway, so there are people who have applied for asylum in the United States and, and lots of countries, not just Cuba, but Cuba, that's what we're talking about, who are waiting very patiently and politely in a very civilized manner to be granted permission to come over here. Those are the people, if we're going to let anyone in, that we'll let in. The people who do things by the book because the United States has immigration law. And I don't know who these people were that washed up on shore. See, that's the whole point. I'm not going to go and get all excited about these people just because they were born on the same island as I was. There are lots of people that are born in the same place as you who happen to be scumbags. There are lots of people who were born in the United States that happen to be scumbags. Oh, really? Just because you're born in a place doesn't make you good or bad or anything else. You didn't get to choose the place of your birth. You didn't get to choose the ethnicity. You didn't get to choose anything. You didn't get to choose what kind of a person... Uh, you know, what kind of an ethnic group or, or anything, the geographical location of your birth. When you fell to earth, it was random. So just because these people were born in the same place as me doesn't make them special. And, it, and I, I don't know who they were. 
See, that's the whole point. That's why you apply and get processed so that the authorities can check you out to make sure that you're not a scumbag because there are plenty of natural-born, homegrown American scumbags. They don't need to import scumbags. They got enough. They don't need to import anyone. The fact that they do allow people to come in legally from any other country and Cuba more than any other country is a testament to how cool, incredibly cool, the American people are. Here he goes again. Kiss an American ass. Well, they got it coming. They've had it coming for a long time. And from the Cubans, doubly so. On the 4th of July. They didn't have to let anybody in. They could have closed the borders years ago. When Castro took power, they didn't have to let the first plane load in. They certainly didn't have to spend their tax dollars ransoming me and buying me a plane ticket and bringing me over here. And the thought that I would do anything once over here except everything in my power to show my appreciation for the taxpayers who bailed my ass out. The thought that I would do anything but is, is abhorrent and that there are people who would do something like that and call themselves Cuban and cause my friends and neighbors to look at me and scowl and say things like, hey, George, you told me the Cubans weren't this way. Hey, George, blah, blah, blah. Now I've got to start explaining things or, or just hiding. Or I could change my name like so many people have done, not just Hispanic people, Jewish people, people from, from Poland and all those Eastern Bloc countries that have names that are like 15 letters long, supercalifragilistic, the Greeks, you know, they shorten their names, they change them, they erase their ethnic origins because I, they're either ashamed or they're afraid of being prejudiced against, etc. and so on. It would be very easy for me to do that. But I don't want to do that. I want to be appreciated for what I am. I'm not going to hide from what I am. What I'm not is one of these assholes laying down in the street. That's what I'm not. It's a break again already. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm not gonna go pa this monologue past 11 o'clock. And by the way, special treat today. We have in honor of this event, we have the Phil Hendry. Thank you, Sam. By the way, we have the Phil Hendry Marielle Boat Race, which is not on any of the best of CDs. So a very special treat. Sometime like maybe around noon, I'll play the Marielle Boat Race. Hysterical stuff. If you're a Cuban with a sense of humor, you'll think it's hysterical too. If you don't have a sense of humor, basically, f you anyway because you're the people that are embarrassing me. I hate you people. 21 till 11 on 560 WQAM. Down. This is a bunch of hooey. Sixteen to eleven, five sixty WQAM. I didn't want to, I wanted to play a long bit, but I just want to get this uh, get this out of the way. So basically, one of the guys that called yesterday, or I think it was Wednesday, it's all been very blurry lately, was bragging about how much attention they got because that seems to be the only, you know, when when Neil tried to get somebody to explain it to them and everything. And by the way, 
I'm really impressed on how what good behavior he was on, knowing how he feels about a variety of issues. He was really tame, really tame, relatively speaking. But one guy called up bragging about how much attention they got. We got your attention. We got your attention. Yeah, you got everyone's attention, and they saw what an asshole you were. That's what you want to be famous for around the country and around the world. That's what you want the Cuban name to be synonymous with is traffic blocking. There's no question they've taken over the community. They, we, they took over the community. They took over the community because, uh, you know, no one was in charge because Americans don't turn out to vote with all due respect. Y'all got to vote. The government changed. Keep saying that over and over again. That's what happened in Cuba. The government changed. So they came over here. Remember Germany? Jewish people doing really well, nice houses, nice businesses, doing really great things, free elections, the government changed. South Florida, sleepy little resort town, the government changed. And now we have this. How did it change? Complacency. People sitting on their ass, not turning out. The first wave of refugees walked into City Hall looking for who was in charge, and they found the place empty, so they moved right in. And, of course, they're going to hire. You know, they say, oh, they fixed all the elections. Well, you can't fix an election until you're in a position of power. They got into the positions of power fair and square, you, you know, the, the American way, by turning out to vote. That's the American fucking way. They became citizens and they voted. They're all citizens. Which, by the way, pick a country. Pick one that you want to be a part of. But anyway... He got, he, you got the attention of the world, and this is what the Cubans are going to be famous for, and it's not what I want to be famous for. I don't want to be synonymous with traffic blockers. When I go somewhere and visit friends and everything, and they say, what are you, and I say, I'm Cuban, they're going to go, oh, the traffic blocking people, the temper tantrum people. That's what you want to be famous for? I don't want to be famous for that. I want to be famous for this. Party. I thought about it. If, if I could point to one thing that I'm proudest of besides the, the family cohesion that the, uh, that the Cubans have, it's they really know how to party. They know how to put on a party. And I think, because th this was muscle flexing. Do you understand this traffic blocking? They were flexing their muscle in a very bullying way. And we all know what a bully is. A bully is a coward. If you want to flex your muscle, if you want to show what the Cubans can do and how much power and resources the Cubans can bring to bear. Because I don't like to criticize without, without putting forth a solution or an alternative. It's very easy to bitch about things that are wrong without saying what we should do. So here we go. Here's what I think we should do. If you want to get people's attention and get their support, which is what it's all about, isn't it? To get their support, to get them to see your point of view, to get them to like you, to get them to want to import more of you, your friends and your family from the island? Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what it's all about? Correct me if I'm wrong. But if you want support, if you want people to appreciate your point of view and appreciate you as an ethnic group, you don't do it that way. Duh. God. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you. How insane is that? Somebody said that. Somebody, and we, well, I got a feeling it's on Spanish language radio. And, and there, there's a simple reason why they're doing that, because this kind of, of uh, whipping people up is great for ratings. 
telling people to go out and do nice things, uh, that doesn't get them pissed off and fired up, apparently. Somebody said that, and somebody else said that's a good idea, and then it, and it spread like that. It's not a good idea. Some of the people who have the ability to speak Spanish better than I do need to be calling the Spanish language radio stations as Cubans and saying, Ay, que pena. No más. Cut the crap. This isn't what we want to be famous for. This isn't what I want my legacy to be. I want my legacy to be beautiful women, good food, and, and partying and dancing. So my idea, in order to flex Cuban muscle, and we have the ability to do this, by the way, and, uh, and again, I'm just dreaming. Here I go pipe dreaming, but what the hell? I've got four hours to kill, so I'm going to pipe dream. A protest paella party. What do you think? You like, you like seafood? You've never had paella, have you? I had paella in Sanibel. In Sanibel, how was it? Paella, is it good or bad? If it's good, Sandy. it's good. What is it? There were granules of sand in it. Those are the uh, seashells from the mollusks, yeah. from the mussels and clams, etc. and so on. A good paella, you don't, you don't get that going on. I love paella if it's done right. You've seen them. They, sometimes they'll throw these giant paella parties where they have this huge pan. My idea, you get pro player stadium, you rent it or you get them to agree to do this for a demonstration and you make a paella as big as the football field and you invite all the gringos and you give them paella and beer and you have a band and you show them some Cuban dance steps. And show me while you're at it too because I, I forgot. I used to know how to do some dancing. You'd appreciate it, dance school that you are. You know, like the swing dancing and stuff. This is all very jazzy, kind of swingy stuff. You have a giant paella party. That would get national attention. That would get all the cameras from around the world showing the Cubans for what they are, a party people. Those are my people. That's when I go down to Kendall and hang with the families when they're throwing a party. No one does it better. The food is great. The music, well, you know, I don't like a lot of Cuban music, but I'm exploring. Tracy Neely sent me this catalog of all of the music that they carry, and I marked, I marked off a whole bunch of Cuban stuff because I want to find some Cuban stuff that I like. Uh, a lot of it sounds the same to me, and it's a little bit too akin to jazz, and we all know how I feel about jazz. But nevertheless, instead of doing something to piss people off in order to get attention, here's a revolutionary idea. Do something nice for them to get their attention. Make the gringos happy that they let us in. Make them glad that they let us in, and then, guess what? Here's a revolutionary concept. They might be inclined to let more of us in. They might be inclined to see our point of view when we suggest that, that you know, maybe you should do something about Castro. I think the Americans should do something about Castro, not for the Cubans, but for the Americans. Just to stop this crap already. One bomb. Take up a collection. I'll pitch in my bucks. One robot, one, one landing, one amphibious marine vehicle. I mean, what could it possibly take? Not as a favor to the Cuban people, as a favor to yourselves. So that there's no more excuses. So we don't have this crap going on already. As far as I'm concerned, Marielle was an act of war. If any country unleashed, uh, unloaded their prisons and insane asylums at another country, that, I mean, that's, that's, an, that's an attack. That's an act of war. It shouldn't have gone on past then. Navy should have stopped it, should have blockaded it, and should have kept right on rolling into the bay, into Havana Harbor, and started bombardment. 
for that, for that offense, for that affront. And once again, those of us who are here legally, who waited patiently, don't, don't think you're going to find sympathy towards people who don't wait patiently and violate U.S. law and make me look bad. Why should I feel sympathetic for them? I don't know who these people are who are washing up on shore. The only thing I do know about them is that they have no respect for U.S. law. We have a legitimate system for entering this country. The American people have a right to decide who gets to enter the country. And if people try to enter the country illegally, the American people have a right to stop them. And you can be as pissed off as you want, but you don't have a right to stop traffic. And as someone, an Anglo, by the way, pointed out yesterday, the majority of the people that you were blocking traffic were other Cubans. You assholes, you idiots, you. Laying down in the streets. Maleducados. Malcriados. Paranse. Quítanse de la calle. I just, I just had to say that. I'm hoping. See, I, I can't place a call to these um, Spanish language radio stations because my, my Spanish sucks. I'm, I'm not articulate in Spanish. That's not to say that I am in English, but nevertheless, I, I, I sound like a boob. But, but a lot of my countrymen can express this point on the air. I'm curious to see if anyone would actually try it and then call up and, and say, see how it goes, watch how attacked they get. But if enough people call, maybe eventually it'll start to get through. When this thing happened over the planes getting downed, the, the very first traffic blocking, which was what, like a year ago, a year or so ago, that was the first time that anything like this ever happened. And there was such a negative outcry in the wake of that, and rightly so, that I was convinced that it would never happen again. Shows you how stupid I am. Or, or shows me how I underestimate the stupidity of some of these people, some of my people. I thought it would never happen again because I thought it was clear and apparent to everyone that this was not the way to win friends and influence people. This is not how you turn people over to your point of view. Read Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Read the Doughty King. Read the freaking Bible. This is not how you win friends. This is not how you gain support for your cause. This is how you turn people against you. People that weren't bigoted five minutes ago, they are now. And the people who were bigoted beforehand are laughing their asses off because their bigoted sputum has just been uh, justified by you, playing right into their hands, making the rest of us look really, really bad. And we're on the verge of ugliness happening here. We're on the verge of very ugly things happening here because somebody, and it's probably going to be another Cuban, is going to be fed up and there's going to be a fist swung or a baseball bat or a tire iron or, or worse yet, but more likely, there's going to be shots fired. And it's going to be an ugly, ugly thing as we sort out this mess. And it needs to stop before it gets any uglier. It needs to stop for every right reason. It's unacceptable behavior. On behalf of, of the 1.1 million of us who weren't blocking traffic, uh, I'm sorry for, for those two or 3,000 people who were, who were acting like barbarians, like animals. I don't know those people. I wouldn't have them in my house. If we were all still in Cuba, I wouldn't have them in my house. If they came to the gates of my property, I'd turn the hose on them. And if that didn't work, I'd use pepper spray. Because the people that that I associate with, they don't behave that way. The people that I associate with are upright people, ladies and gentlemen, 
gentlemen and gentlewomen. They have dignity. They don't lay down in the streets like dogs. Anyway, that's it. I'll take some calls after 11. We're going to hear a lot of hysteria, a lot of people hating me, a lot of my own people hating me for uh, for being embarrassed. What a shocker, huh? Isn't it amazing that every time you go on the air and, and suggest that people should not be assholes and do something nice, you get attacked? And we're going to watch it go on all day today. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line, 4 till 11 on 560 WQAM. Depot's Sony Sports Showdown. Are you up to the challenge? Saturday mornings at 8, only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. I already have a homosexual relationship with Neil, so I might as well have one with you, too. But now they've gone too far Instead of leave on little Will Smith is now the star They decided to call it the wild, wild west So they'll run, they will not have to pay They assume for all the cattle And won't remember anyway Robert Conrad was the reason it went, but now it's a rapid ruling. Hollywood wants to be politically correct when churning out these crappy movies. They can't get Victor Bono or Michael Dunn or Ross Martin in heaven's finest day. They can't get Charles David or Alex Haley, that's because they're all dead. It's because they're all dead. They call Dr. Love his darling, but his name was Diggly Toe. Thanks for thinking so much of us in assuming we're too dumb to know. In 1868, all the slaves were free, and we paid secret agents, don't you know? Next time, you will be safe, and we watch a few of the shows. 110356 WQAM, uh, got reports that that thing's Thinks, not that I had any doubts, but that thing, I uh, suppose, thinks that Wild Wild West movie with Will Smith. Thank you, uh, Captain Singh. See, here's a guy that wears a uh, turban on his head. Friends, see, that's what it was, it's supposed to be all about. That's what it's supposed to be all about, right? Here in America, big melting pot, the quilt work. We're supposed to all be getting along. Everyone makes a contribution according to his or her own abilities, yada, yada, yada. But uh, time to open the phone lines now, and, uh, and we're going to hear some hate. Here, we're going to hear some hatred. Because I said we should be nice to each other. Because I said we shouldn't be pissing off our neighbors. Because I said we shouldn't be pissing off people and making people late for dinner who had nothing to do with whatever it was your problem is. 1104-567-0560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Obviously in date, you know, that's 305. Miami, hello. Oh, we got, to, we got to do the phone thing, Joe. It's black. The phone thing is black. You have to reset the phone thing. So 
It's, it's on the strip. All you have to do is turn the switch off down at your foot. There's a power strip down there. I made it easier for us. There's a power strip down there. Just turn it off for like 10, 15 seconds, and then turn it back on. One moment, please. This is going to hang up on everyone, by the way. Sorry to everyone. We had the phones lit up for the first time, I think, uh, that, uh, since I've been doing this show and not giving anything away. All the lines were all lit up. I wonder by who. Five after 11. By the way, we're doing a van hit today at some point. Don't forget the Phil Hendry uh, Marielle boat race. Not available on any of his CDs coming up around noon. Montreal Expos in Florida Marlins today, 6.30. Hank Goldberg is in Vegas. Talking baseball with Donnie B, 6 to 6.30 with Donnie B. Donnie B, the B stands for baseball. Mobile in Miami, hello. George. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I had a friend of mine that tried to call the Spanish language stations this morning, and they screened him, and they wouldn't let him on the air. Yeah, that's I figured that. That's that's what I suspected. And I will be honest, um, I do have a lot of Hispanic friends, but after this, after what, this, what kind, this of, point, what kind of Hispanic friends, sir? Uh, I have friends that are Puerto Rican. I've dated a Cuban, mm-hmm. and I have friends that are South American. Did you, did you date? Did you uh, get anywhere with a Cuban? Well, it was a friend of mine. A friend oh, of mine. Okay. So it was one of those ones that were better off friends, type of thing. So the point. But, but, but uh, the thing is, is that after all of this, I'm definitely going to be a little bit more hesitant to who comes into the country. Uh, well. Um, why why would we want to bring more people in if this is what the Americans are convinced Cubans are all right. about? And it doesn't matter that it was just 3,000 versus 1.2 other million Cubans who weren't down there blocking traffic. This is what was on the news. These are the people that were visible. And so, therefore, as far as the right. Anglos are concerned, this, this, these are the Cuban people. There well, they unfortunately, are. the hysteria is still going because where I, I work at, where I work at, they took down the U.S. flag, and they're not going to wave it at all uh, this weekend. And um, also, where the protest is going to be, they're going to disrupt everything going to uh, uh, during the 4th this weekend. That That is incredible to me. And the reason why is to protest U.S. policy. So, therefore, we're no longer Americans. We're going to disrupt They're, they're the holding America. a gun to your head. They're political bullies. They've taken over the community, and they're going to hold a gun to your head. Right. And, and this is not how to do it, people. I'm sorry, sir. I know. I know. Hey, that, for what it's worth, thank you from the other 1.1 million of us. Okay, well, you don't need to apologize. It's just well, you know, I, I just I, I can't express how I feel right now. You know, I have, you know, when I lived on the other side of the state, you know, when they brought in the Vietn- they brought in the Vietnamese uh, and the Cambodians and everything, when they got porked off with uh, normalizations with Vietnam, yeah, they got porked off and uh, they went on radio and went nuts, but they didn't block off streets in L.A. and San Francisco and and uh, right. other cities in California. Right. Well, they would have been arrested. Exactly. Thank you very much, sir. And somebody asked me, they, they kept asking the question, why weren't these people arrested? Why weren't these people arrested? Because the mayor, the city commissioner, the, the people in positions of power within the law enforcement, guess what? They're all Cubans. How did they get there? Oh, well, by sitting on their ass on welfare. Wrong. They, they worked themselves into positions of power, like people who, do, who have the ability to do so. And they had the ability to do so, and they did so. And these people were reluctant to start bashing their countrymen over the head with billy bats. 
which hopefully it'll never have to come to that because hopefully we won't see any of this crap again. But like this man said, it's, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't want to have to change my name and pretend that I was not born somewhere else, especially there from these people who continue to embarrass the rest of us. The other 1.7 million in the country, in the entire country, all across the country, in L.A., in Seattle, Washington, in New York, Tampa, North Carolina. Oh, no. Embarrassing us all over the country. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hey, how you doing, George? All right, sir. Uh, yeah, the mayor was talking about, uh, when they were interviewing, he's like, well, what was I supposed to do? Send in the, the yes, police and riot yes, gear? And, yes, National Guard, what, riot gear, what, what fire hoses, shields, exactly. baseball bats. Get what them off the freaking street. 3,000 angry black men standing on a bridge. Whoever it is, whatever color, they could be puce men. Whoever is blocking the street, you get a big bulldozer and you mow them off the street. That's what you do. Else we, don't, we don't tolerate that kind of crap as a civilized people. Forget whether you're American, Cuban, whatever. A civilized person doesn't lay down in the street. That's, That's all. Sorry, now see, he's getting me all pissed off. This is how, this is how I was on, uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. I, ha I had to wash, um, whatchamacallit, Nitals down with vodka to get to sleep on Tuesday night. I was so worked up because that cackweed didn't do the trick. 10 after 11 on 560 WQAM. Only one South Florida radio station has the hammer. And you're listening to it at Goldberg. Weekday afternoons at 2. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to weave me. Uh, hello. I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy it hurts, ow. I'm too sexy for that wabbit, too sexy for that wabbit, that wabbit's gonna get it. I'm a hunter, I hunt wabbits, I do my little thing in the forest. Ooh, I'm a hunter, I hunt wabbits. I do my little thing in the forest. I'm too sexy for my bullets. Too sexy for my bullets. I put bullets in my rifle. I'm too sexy for this forest. Shh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. I'm a hunter. I hunt rabbits. I do my little thing in the forest. I'm a hunter. I hunt rabbits. I do my little thing in the forest. I'm sexy for that rabbit. And pardon me, Doc. Are you talking about me? Oh, yes. I'm going to quest you and use you for swippers. My stars, you are a metal case. And you better put that gun down, laughing boy, before you hurt somebody. Hasta la vista, you widow hairball. Waggity, aggity, 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 aggity. 1117-560-WQAM, Pembroke Pines, hello. Hello? Hello. Well, hi, Joyce, how you doing? I'm doing all right so far. Listen, I'm a Cuban-American. I, um, I was born in Cuba, and I left Cuba at the age of three. I was four. You were four? Mm hmm And um, <clears throat> what little I remember of Cuba was basically um, conversations done through my family. Mm hmm Right. And, um, and here. 
and to be honest with you, from what my relatives have said, that the way that, that Cuba is right now is basically the fault of the Cuban people because of the fact they, they just they were not happy with, with the government before Castro. Of course, right. Um, they helped Castro. See, a lot of people don't think Castro wasn't like some invader coming in from the outside. Correct. Most, my, he, he garnished the support of the majority of the Cuban people because, what they, because Batista was a dictator and Castro promised democracy, and a lot of people bought it, and, exactly. uh, and it was a psych job. He lied to everybody. I, I could say this as a fact because um, the family under my mother's side during Batista and the president before Batista were involved in politics. Mm -hmm. So I know this for a fact, and I've always have remembered um, them telling me this, that the way that Cuba is now is because it's the fault of, of the Cuban people. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Cuban people are under oppression right now. Mm -hmm. I believe that in order for them to better their lives, they, they do drastic measures. And sure. one of those measures is to find freedom. There's no question. I, I consider myself to be a, a, a Cuban. I, I'm proud of being a Cuban. However, what the Cubans did yesterday, the fact of blocking the road, mm -hmm. I am not um, content with that. I think. I, that I hope not. I should hope not. That, that's very but, embarrassing. Of course it is. This is what you want to be famous for? We got right. national coverage from that. When you go to another part of the country, that's what you want to be synonymous with? That's what you want to be... And that's what, you know, they, then they stereotype us. Uh, uh, exactly. That's the whole freaking point. Uh, you know, from what I see in my family, the majority of all my family are professionals. Right. Likewise. They're, they're I'm, all, the, I'm the scumbag of the family, by the way. I'm the one that didn't go to college. <laughs> they're all um, business people. Right. You know, my family came um, from the 50s all the way to the mid-60s. Uh -huh. We're all United Likewise. States citizens. Yep. What's that you know, we all speak English. Mm -hmm. You know, and the fact that people are stereotyping us, it's And that's bad. the majority. And that's the vast majority of those uh, million point, you know, I kept hearing 1.2, 1.3 that are down here. That's the vast majority. But, but, but no one's going to see that. No one's going to look for that. No one's going to pretend that that even exists because of these people, those and, other people. And to all those listeners out there, I would like to apologize on behalf of myself. Thank you, sir. And, and, and my relatives. But uh, um, I was hearing a, a conversation from a caller that I called a few days ago. And he says that the best thing that the United States could do is to lift the embargo. I know. I don't, I'm pro-embargo, obviously. I, I, I would say that if you lift the embargo, things in Cuba will get a lot better. There will be a lot more food. It will be a lot better in the meantime. But see, the problem with that is it's too late to turn back now. The embargo has already ruined Cuba. If we lift the embargo now, the people that have been suffering for years under it will have been suffering for nothing. It you will know, all have been for nothing. A few years ago, Castro made a comment that says that the that he thanks the United States for placing the embargo because it has made them efficient. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's not true. Of know? course it's not true. And, 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 true. and actually, Castro has destroyed the, the, the Cuban culture. Well, of course. Because you, you were know, saying... Everybody knows what kind of an animal Castro is. That's not the point. I'm just talking about the traffic. You action. were saying that um, where you went to school up into Montana, or mm -hmm. where were you at? I was in North Carolina for a while. I was in Montana. Okay. And that they have never met Cubans, and they thought that a no. Cuban was black, for example. Right. That's there were black Cubans in Cuba, but, but sure. But the majority I, I were. Why not to them? You know, they don't know. They're in the middle of the mountains. They they loved people that came from other places because they they were all homogenous up there, and their lives were as boring as dog crap. That's why they had this foreign exchange program that was like no other that I've seen anywhere else. They would have seven to ten exchange students a year, and every one of them was a celebrity. I wasn't Cuban enough 
for them. And to be honest with you, and Americans should recognize this, before Cuba became communist, mm -hmm. during the, the era of Batista, um, Cuba was known as the Pearl uh, of the, of Pearl the Caribbean. Of the Caribbean. We know that. And Everybody a lot of that. Americans went over there. A lot of Americans had homes there. A lot of Americans... Everyone remembers that. Thank you very much, sir. Now, I don't want to turn this into a whole big Cuban pride thing. Everybody knows that. Nobody went to Niagara Falls. But thank you, sir, by the way. I don't want to, you know, I let him go too long. No one went to Vegas. No one went to Niagara Falls. Ask Hyman Ross. The place to go was Havana, was Cuba. It was party town. They had everything. The hotel's here. And in just 40 short years, it turned into crap. Into crap. It, it's sad. It's a very sad thing. And again, my, my grandmother and her family, they, they were all born in New York. They, they, they you know, went, went from Spain to New York like a lot of other Europeans did. And they went to Cuba because the family in Cuba was actually doing better than the family in New York. They were kicking ass. They were rocking. They had no desire to go anywhere else until that bad man. But nevertheless. Miami, hello. George. Hello. George. Yes. Hey, how you doing? Love your show. Listen, um, I just got back from San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, even up there, they already know about it. And I they, know. When I tell them I'm from Miami, they say, well, how long are y'all going to keep protest? And they have no clue. that To them, they're, they're still doing it. Right. Okay. And it's sad because, and I'm not even Cuban, I'm Puerto Rican. Uh -huh. So it reflects on everybody. All it of reflects on all of us because, see, the gringos, and, and bless their hearts, they don't, they don't make distinctions. A spick's a spick to the gringos, right. most of them. They don't make a distinction. If, if you speak Spanish, even though there are more Spanish-speaking nations than any other you know, kind, kind of country, you know, they don't make the distinction. A spick's right. a spick. Right. You know what? And also, I was coming back from the airport, and there's a guy selling the Cuban and American flags on the corner. Yeah. You know, it's like taking advantage of the situation, you know? Sure. And I wonder where all that money is going to. And it's going into his pocket, I hope. Probably. Okay. It's not to help the Bicero, that's for sure. No, it's not. Thank you very Thanks, much, bye. sir. Bye. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, George. Hey, yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, just keep mellow, man. I'm I'm trying, yeah, you know, I'm kind yeah. of mellow, chilling. <laughs> you know, it's kind of ironic. Last night on the History Channel, they had uh, on their Modern Marvels or whatever their building machine, they had a special on uh, Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And showed, you know, the things that my family went through getting into America. Sure. You know, those people that were out there on the bridges should be forced to sit down and watch how you're actually supposed to come into America. And exactly, exactly. You know, you know what some of them might have, but, uh, you know, I don't know. See, those of us who, who waited online and spent years waiting online don't have a lot of sympathy towards the uh, rafter types. They're just like, oh, give me a free ride. Right. I, I showed up. Let me in. Yeah. Okay. You, you don't get to come into people's houses that way without knocking on the door. Yeah, you just go. don't. Uh, uh, no matter what your problem is. Exactly. You know, no one's saying that they don't have problems and they're not oppressed and that Castro isn't a bad man. No one's saying that. We know that. We know that they're desperate and they're, you know, and they're starving and they can't get the medical attention they need. We know that. But they can't just open the doors wide open for any country. That's why they have a quota system. That's why they have a quota system, and we have to respect that. Thank you very much, sir. All right, bye. We had, uh, there was a guy on the news I was watching on Tuesday. I flipped it onto one of the uh, Spanish-language TV for a while, which I almost never do unless it's like Caliente on Saturday afternoons at 2 o'clock with all those asses shaking. And uh, this guy in his suit was yelling, Hay que respetarnos! You have to respect us. As in, you can't treat us that way. And spraying us with pepper spray and everything, which, okay, granted. But you also have to respect the American people. Don't they deserve respect? 
after all, for letting the first of us in here. They didn't have to let one of us in here. They could have mined the channel. They could have patrolled boats. They could have sent an aircraft carrier down there. They didn't have to let any of us in. The fact that they did means that we owe them a thank you. And if they don't want to let any more of us in, we resolve that with due process. You go and you make your case. And if you want to demonstrate, if you want to do some negative demonstration, charter some buses, charter some planes, you have the money to do so. Go to Washington and choke their streets, all right? Stop bugging my friends down here. Poor Adam, five hours, he missed his date. He had a date with a hot chick. And he was stuck in that thing for five hours. He missed out on some because of you people. Shame on you. 1126 on 560 WQAM. Kim Bocamper talks sports. Weekends right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Who got the money from his daddy? And as I get my little bratty, with an agenda that's crappy, well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi, double AFLA. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is going to win. He might as well just move right in. He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Woo! Get ready for the gap. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll give our civil rights to Wammy. Cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. Well, he's a very wealthy dude. With very fascist views. Who never paid his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it gubernatorial anyway? He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll make the KKK happy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. Come on, let's do step. Come on, it all. 28 till 12, 560 WQAM. FBI probing firm led by Bush, Jeb Bush's that is, ex-partner. Well, did you see that all over the news? Uh, G.W. Bush is getting all this money. He's going to be president. It's going to take like a miracle to get Gore in there. Remember what I said earlier about the government changing? We've already got one Bush in Florida that's basically going to turn this into a theocracy with the anti-abortion plates and the school voucher thing and all that money going into Christian schools and everything. Tip of the iceberg. And then his brother's going to wind up being president and everybody and all this money is getting behind him. Remember what I said about the government changing. A lot of Americans think that it can't happen here. Well, guess what? It did right here, right down here, South Florida. The government changed. That's why nobody dragged those people off the streets because they were all Cubans also. But if they knew what was good for the Cuban people, they would have dragged them off the streets. Because the rest of us, the majority of us, don't want to be represented this way. It's insanity. Children throwing a temper tantrum over some rafters who were most likely smuggled. And then in the news, they said that the, uh, the authorities, they had them take a picture with the cast. They had them uh, stand and pose for a picture with Castro. Uh, do you believe that for a second? I'd like to see that picture. See, I don't know who these people are. 
Once again, the only thing that I do know about them is that they have no regard for U.S. law. And I'm sorry, I know things are bad in Cuba. I know. Trust me. No one has heard more uh, misery stories about the Cubans than I have as a Cuban. I'm not oblivious. But that has nothing to do with how you enter the country. You have to knock on the door politely with your hat in your hand. And if they let you in, you say, thank you, goddammit. And you buy them a beer, and you invite them to a giant paella party. No one responded to that idea. A big uh, protest paella party, a paella protest party at Pro Player Stadium. We can have a PP party at PP Park. I'll bring the biggest sack of rice I can fit in my forerunner. Big sack of yellow rice. I'll bring, I'll bring a giant uh, grocery bag full of the saffron for it. And a, and a bucket of mussels. And I can't eat rice. You can't eat rice. When, once you slim down... We'll, we'll, we'll bury you in a, in a paella. A giant paella party. Live music, lots of beer. Get some hot way beer in there with the Cuban Indian on it. Lauderhill, hello. Lauderhill. Hello. Yes. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Congratulations on your stand on that embarrassing ethnic display. Yes, sir. It reminded me of the... Uh, a small group of people that were out of control in L.A. after the Rodney King episode. Yes, sir, exactly, and there have been a lot of similarities drawn, although most of them that I've heard were not as nicely made as yours. Um, I will say one thing and get off. Get off. I think that the government made a mistake in allowing these six to enter because yep. it gave this group of people the right to do it again. Yes, I and, agree. And I think that these six should be deported as an example to future protests. And you know what? It might come as a shock to, to a lot of Cubans and a lot of Americans, but I agree. Thank we you very to, much, and keep up the good work. You're, you're very welcome. Bye. And I'm going to be called a traitor for saying that. But what they don't understand is the message that I want to send as a Cuban is that I am an upright gentleman, an honest, upright gentleman, a contributor to the country that extended the, the, the hand of, of salvation I'd be in a world of shit right now if I were still in Cuba. And so would all of you out there, my countrymen. And to hold a gun to their head, which is what this kind of a maneuver is, is not the way to do it. It's not the way to thank people who were nice to you initially. They didn't have to let one of us in, not a one. They didn't have to. They did. And there are a lot of bigots, and those of us who are of any ethnicity besides WASP have been victims of prejudice and bigotry. But the bigots are a minority. I believe that sincerely. That's, my, that's been my experience. You know, they're a vocal minority. You, they pop up all the time and you hear them. And so, so why would you want to play into their hands? By proving them right. By giving them material. Joe, you made a good point. See, some guy says something and I get all nutty. So, yeah, you, you, get, you have to send a precedent. Those of us who got here legally, we don't like this whole raft in business. And you can't, and, and the man is absolutely right. This does set a precedent. And they're still not happy. They got their way and they're still not happy, these people. Once again, I don't know who these people are. I don't want anybody coming over here until they've done the paperwork, until we've had an opportunity to check them out. They could be axe murderers. They could be pedophiles. We don't know. 
we have enough homegrown fill-in-the-blanks without letting uh, the, the scum from other countries come in here. Not to suggest for a second that the Cubans are scum, because I know better, and most people know better, but then there are a lot of people who don't and, uh, and aren't going to know better, and you're not demonstrating any better. This is a demonstration, all right, a demonstration of the worst of you, the worst of us, a demonstration of how much of an asshole you can be, a demonstration of how much of a baby throwing a temper tantrum you can be. That's what it's a demonstration of. It's not a demonstration of your political power or your financial power. If you want to demonstrate and flex your political and financial muscle, throw that big paella party I'm talking about and invite all the gringos. I'll grab a wooden oar and stir the giant pan. Then I will support the cause. But I'm not going to lay down in, the tra in traffic like a dog. Mobile and Perrine, hello. George. Yes, sir. A uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, resident here all my life. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you, and I'm sorry. Two topics i got to bring up. Uh, number one, these people coming over here are, you know, beginning with a guest in our country until they get citizenship. Mm -hmm. And they have you know, treated us very rudely. I do have a lot of uh, Cuban friends of mine, personal, that I see quite often. Right. I'd like to ask them one question. How would they like us to block International Mall uh, or Cayocho? Of course they wouldn't like it, sir. But Absolutely see, That's the not. whole point. You're, you're, you, they're, they're not going to be considerate. The people that we're talking about, this, this group of, let's, let's round it all up to about 3,000. This group, they don't care about your feelings. They have their agenda, and they are going to bully you until they get their way. Well, uh, exactly, and until they respect us, and if they start respecting right. our us. rights, us as in U.S., then we will be standing next to them and uh, respect their wants and needs, and we will push uh, for them to uh, get a lot of things that they don't have currently. Absolutely correct, sir. But uh, the way they're doing it right now is, uh, I'll tell you what. The wrong I, way to do things, people. It, it makes me sick at my stomach, and, and, and the politicians down, down, they should resign today. They should, but they won't. Okay, that's all I got to tell you. Thank you very much, sir. And I, I, was, I was watching a news clip during the entire uh, blocking thing, and there was a very Anglo-sounding and looking woman uh, talking to one of the protesters, and she was saying, I sympathize with you. I I'm on your side. I think what the Coast Guard did was horrible. So why are you taking it out on me? She had to get home to feed her family. And that's the whole point. If you want people to support your point of view and sympathize with your cause, this is the opposite way to do it. I mean, it is so simple. The logic of that, as Thomas Jefferson would say, is self-evident. That if you want people to like you and support you and rally behind your cause, you don't piss them off. That's common sense, but we're not talking about common sense. We're talking about some pissed off people who were just flying off the handle. That's what it was. And, and I still have this fantasy that one of them, one protester, one asshole who was laying in the street is going to call up and say, you know what, I was pissed off and fired up, but I realized in retrospect that that was probably not the right thing to do. And I won't be doing it again. And I'm sorry to all of my fellow South Floridians of whatever ethnicity if you were stuck behind my blocked ass. I have, I'm, I'm masturbating thinking about that kind of a fantasy right now. I know it's never going to happen. 
19 till 12 on 560 QAM. She won your heart in the Miracle Worker. Despite her handicaps, she left behind a lifetime of achievements. And now, with the discovery of rare audio tapes found in a basement somewhere in New Jersey, Def Jam Records makes available to you Helen Keller Sings the Blues. of recordings from the 1950s by Helen Keller herself, wailing out a pound of sound. To order yours, have your credit card ready and call 1-800- Order now and get a bonus disc of duets by Marley Madeline and Johnny Ray. What is it? Okay. 14 till 12 on 560 WQA. I'm sorry for all you people that are holding on so long. I'm obviously a little long of wind today. Mobile in Miami, hello. Hello, George. Mobile, yes. Yes, how are you doing today? Doing all right, sir. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing great, thanks. George, one thing I like to do is I like I, I like to apologize for the politicians. Yes, yes, absolutely, especially Mayor Penis. Yes. I mean, what a desgraciado. Exactly. Not, not for the people, but for the politicians. Right. And one thing, you say you're Cuban, right? I am Cuban. Okay, because, you know, to me, you don't sound like you're, you're really, I, you know, I was you're very, not holding that Cuban ethnicity, you know, I, the uh, fullest. I, I was raised by crackers, sir. Okay, well, you know what you are then? You're a mamao then. I'm a, I'm a what? I'm a mao. I'm a mao? I'm a mao. Because one thing Cubans do have is Cuban power, baby. That's yeah. what we have. Uh-huh. Cuban power down here. Yeah. That's why we get our things done. And, and you get things done by blocking the roads? Is that how you get things done, sir? Hello? He hung up. He hung up. He called me a suckhole, a sucker, an ass sucker, as an ass sucker is what he called me. They get things done by blocking traffic. There's one of the 3,000 for you there, making me proud, continuing to make me proud. You get Cuban power. Let's see some Cuban power. Let's see you throw a giant paella party if you want to demonstrate your power. Blocking traffic, any asshole can do that. Any asshole on a jalopy can do that. One per lane. Wow. We're all impressed. You're not Cuban. You're Wajitos. He called me a mamao. Tu eres un Wajito. Maleducado. Malcriado. Come mierda. My family doesn't hang with people like that. Those people don't live in my neighborhood. If we were in Cuba we would have set the dogs on him. Lady in Miami, hello. Hello? Yes. Hi, George. Hi. I just Hi. wanted to tell you how much I agree 100% with what you've said. And well, there's nothing debatable about anything that I'm saying. If no. you want people to sympathize with you, you don't piss them off. I mean, how stupid is that? Well, I agree with you, and I just wanted to speak up as a fellow very proud American of Cuban descent. Thank you. Who is also very proud of my heritage and doesn't see why one should compete with the other. Right. And Absolutely. And We're here to contribute. We're here to bring what our culture can offer to America. We have lots to offer. I think. I agree with you. And, and it's very sad that a few idiots who are very loud right. um, you know, make everybody else feel that they speak for all of us. Right. The, very the, few the one and very loud. Million, the one million that are, that are you know, Cuban 
Americans or American Cubans or however you want to call right. us, whatever, exists in every single state of this country and contribute. You know, and contribute. Right. There are Cubans in Hawaii. There are Cubans in Wyoming. Absolutely. There are Cubans everywhere. Absolutely. And there are no riots anywhere else to cause that. Right. Cubans. It's just these people, and it's only lately. Have you noticed that it's only lately? Yeah, I really think it's it's. I don't know this rafter situation. I think it's actually caused a great I think divide. It, I within think what the these Cuban people community. are. These must be boat floating rafters supporting other boat floating rafters. Could very well be. And and I just I think that a lot of a lot of us agree with you. And I think it's it's becoming time for the old guard, the old vanguard, to kind of, you know, they're going to... Shut the government up, shut will up and ship out. The government will change, and people like us have to speak up because it's like... If we have to. Oh, we have we, to because, you see, we, we've fallen into the same trap as the rest of the Americans. We've gotten very lazy and complacent. Well, I'll if you're say that as an insult nice. because I, I've fallen into that pit also. Right. It's like the idiots are the loudest and the smart, nice people right. stay quiet and stay home and that's, follow the law. That's the case. And... You know, and, and as a person of, of, as I said, Cuban descent, I mean, I have no problem speaking for my heritage. Right. But my heritage is also American. Right. And, and our heritage know, isn't laying in the streets, by the way. Exactly. And there's so much opportunity in this country to, to speak your mind legally and civilly. No question. That's what it's all about. I mean, right. that's the beauty of living in America. That's why they left Cuba. Right. And, and it's kind of funny because, you know, when people immigrated to Cuba, right. they became Cubans. Uh-huh. They didn't stay you know, Spaniards and, right. and Italians sure. and English. They became Cubans and were welcomed by the community. So I don't see why it's so difficult, you know, for my fellow Cubans to find it so hard, some of them, you know, to assimilate. And, and you know, there are people here who don't feel American at all and right. and, and benefit well, from they, being they American. Well, they consider themselves exiles, and that's how yeah. it started. Remember, when it all started, it was supposed to be just temporary because they thought Castro was going to be... Uh, you know, disempowered one way or another, uh, you know, no longer than a year, because that's how things go in Banana Republic. That's how things go in South America. As you get a dictator, a year, maybe two at the max, he's deposed, and everybody goes back home. Mm -hmm. That's what they thought was going to happen, but guess what? It didn't. So enough already. Pick a country. Hey, I agree, and if you're here, you've picked it. Exactly. I'm picking it right now. Thank you very much. Sure. We need a lot more people like that. And once again, if you have the ability to articulate yourself in Spanish, you need to go on these Spanish-language radio stations and try to get them to see the illogic of their actions. I don't think it's going to work. I think they'll hang up on you and, and call you a, you know, a mamal, like that guy called me, like the Wajito called me. But they need to be called and they need to be told that this is not the way that we want to be represented to the world and the rest of the country. We're doing our best to represent ourselves accurately, like upright people. God damn it. Mobile and Hialeah, hello. George. Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. Uh, first of all, I'm Cuban. Well, I was born here. My parents are Cuban. Yes, sir. And I couldn't be any more disgusted. Uh, I said that, Amen, you, you know, yeah. You know, you always say to Neil, actually, what Neil says to you, look, those are your people and all that. Mm-hmm. I said that to my mom while I was watching that on the news. Yeah. She, she you know, she, she didn't even know what to say, you know? She's embarrassed. What, what can you say? I was paralyzed. I was paralyzed with embarrassment. My whole body was pins and needles. Yeah, I, I was watching I that know. crap. I, I, I didn't think, I thought we, we saw the last of it. After the first time, I didn't think it was ever going to happen again because I thought everybody could see very clearly what a stupid idea that was. Obviously not. Obviously not. Thank no. you, sir. All right, George. Obviously not, because obviously the, the 3,000 people that we're talking about are very stupid people. I'll say it again, maleducado. That means uh, poorly educated, as in low rent. 
Homestead, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, I'd like to, uh, first time I listen to your show, right? I think okay. you did, I think you, uh, what you said is make the fact. You know, I mean, you, uh, you said what's going on, you, you said it right, and I agree with you 100%. Thank you, sir. Okay, one thing I'd like to say, uh, let the mayor up there hitting that guy. How come he's not in jail for assault and battery? Well, because well, because he's the mayor and uh, and everyone in the uh, political system is uh, is a fellow Cuban. But let me just say this about that: he was out there trying to clear traffic. Well, still, I, he don't give him the right to hit somebody else. Well, I it think had been me or somebody else hit him. Sir, and it, sir, sir yeah. from what I understand, the cameras didn't catch the assault that uh, that initiated okay. it. So we've we've only seen half the picture. But I I, I say uh, if if some asshole is blocking traffic, I think the mayor and everybody uh, should go out there and wail the tar out of it. I think so. Too. I think they're all assholes. Uh, yes, sir. Thank so you. I think you do a good show, and I think uh, what you say is 100. percent I agree with you 100. percent Thank you, and happy Fourth of July, sir. Thank you. Happy birthday, America. Yeah, that whole Raul Martinez thing, I got a big kick out of that. I don't know what started it. We know that a gang decided to take the opportunity to go out there and strut their stuff during that demonstration on the Palmetto. And Raul Martinez was wailing the tar to one of these guys. We didn't see what precipitated that. But I say, if you're blocking traffic, uh, Raul, go kick their ass, all right? Get them off the Palmetto. People trying to get home to dinner, for crying out loud. Cuban people, by the way. The civilized ones. The 99% of us. Kendall, hello. Hello, George. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Well, on my behalf and my family, I say that we're profusely embarrassed and, and yes, we sir. apologize. Thank you, sir. Uh, in the name of the Cuban community, which is not reflected by this moron. No, it is not. Uh, George, no one in my family or, or none of my Cuban friends or acquaintances was involved in this. And you know why? Because we're all busy trying to make a living, trying to raise our families, and we don't have time for this foolishness. There's no question. Unfortunately, you know, as in any, as in any group or community, you have your upper class, you have your hardworking middle class, and you have your uneducated pun scum. Which Los, is, Los Guajiros. Yeah, the, the impressionable masses. Chusmos. And uh, I want to uh, uh, ask the community to inundate the county commission with calls, especially Mayor right. Pinellas. Yes. Uh, to demand they, they that... They all need to be speaking out against this. Mayor Penis has to say, Oye. That's right. Basta de, you know, no joda más. Yeah, right. We will not tolerate any more uh, this blocking of We're going to bring out the riot gear. We're going to clear you off the streets. Which That's is what, what it should have done. Happen. We're not going to tolerate this kind of antisocial behavior from anyone. Exactly. For but, any reason. But uh, more than that, uh, we should call the FCC and denounce the Spanish media. They're the ones inciting that inciting a riot. You know what? That makes that's a very good point, sir. If I didn't hate the FCC like poison, I'd call them myself. But maybe somebody out there with more time on their hands uh, can do just that. Inciting a riot. I, I call them and I let them know that these radio stations and these announcers they stir up all these uh, morons. And uh, you know, out of three three thousand people out of a million plus community, it doesn't reflect the whole community. Unfortunately, these are people that are either unemployed or underemployed that have the time for this foolishness. Apparently. And, uh, and frankly, or they're taking time off of their jobs, and hopefully they're getting fired when they get back, like that other guy said that he did. He fired two but, people. But listen, to which we say, the sad part is most of these people could care less about Cuba, right? Could care less about the, these people that, that just got here. They just go there to have a, a holiday, you know, to have a good time. The agitators, like that street gang that showed up over there in uh, in Hialeah. Exactly. Thank you very and much, so, sir. You're welcome. All right, bye bye. It's uh, time for breaking. Well. People have been holding on for a long time. I don't know if I should play that uh, Mariel boat, li- boat race. It's 12 minutes long. 
Not right now. Not right now? Not at noon? All right, we'll see. We'll see if the calls drop off later on. I was going to play it at noon so that the people that are driving around during lunch could hear it. Anyway, 3 till 12, 560 QAM. QAM drops the green flag with Motorsports Saturday. Saturday mornings at 6 with Joe Costello. Right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Mucho pellejo. Pero no tengo punta. You know you make me wanna pull my pants down and stick my ass out and pull my finger now and go do that. You make me lose all control of what comes out of my asshole. Yay, yay, yay. go when the spirit comes out, baby. go when it's walking back to Three five sixty WQAM. You want to do that now, Joe? Want to uh, talk up your show for tomorrow? What the hell? It's lunchtime. People are out in the cars. I love it. Then do it. Tomorrow, Motorsports Saturday. Going on this weekend in Daytona, Florida, the uh, largest sporting event in Florida. You know, race at Daytona. The only problem is I'm a little worried the Cubans might go out and block the track. Well, just uh, don't tell them where it is. But uh, Kenny Irwin. They're big Jr. into racing, by the way, the Cubans. They always used to take me, my cousins, and Latins in general are right. big into racing. Yeah, muscle cars and everything, yeah. All kinds. But uh, All Kenny Irwin Jr., driver for Robert Yates, Jimmy Spencer, Buckshot Jones. I got a friend up there at the track getting me guests a million. So we're going to have all kinds of Winston Cup racers from Daytona live on tomorrow's show at, yeah, 6 in the morning. I know it blows. But uh, set the alarm and do whatever you got. You're do. just a warm-up act for that Kimbo Camper show. It's the pre-golf spectacular. It's the pre-golf spectacular. Lady in Coral Gables, hello. Hello, George. Hey. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I came to this country 37 years ago. I'm Cuban-American. Yes, ma'am. And I cannot express how embarrassed and ashamed my family is. Yes. God and bless when you. I read in the paper that the major says that he's afraid mm-hmm. because of professional agitators right. and communist agents. If yes. he's afraid, then we need somebody. Then we need somebody with a pair of balls in there. That's right. That's and right. I wrote to the governor. I think we should go to him. He might be yeah. unaware of what is going on here. This is the I, state he, of He's growth. unaware of a lot, that's for sure. Then I think we should really... You know, when I heard on the radio... That the people were calling to say they were going to set up Miami on fire. Oh, that for the no love pol- of peace. That no Cuban policeman would dare to arrest anybody. They I, don't I, represent us. You know, I thought at that time, we are here unprotected. We have to be afraid. Right. right. 
we really have to be afraid, and I think we have to do something. We, we do have to do something. All of us who are embarrassed like you are, and, and, and you sound like you probably speak good Spanish, need to be calling these asshole radio stations. Did because, I call them? You yeah. cannot even, when you start to talk, they know what you're calling about, and they, they have and no side you. you. Isn't that great? Isn't that nice? You don't even have an opportunity to express your opinion in this town anymore. Not even in Spanish. What, what a bunch of assholes these people are. And what they don't people? represent the majority of us. They're a tiny little group of whipped up, very unhappy agitators. Who, and, and those people should never have been let in. You know, when I saw on Channel 51, because I saw the news and everything on the Spanish TV station, because my mother is very old and mm -hmm. she watches sure. it on Spanish. And I saw a reporter from Channel 51 saying... He wanted to see Coast Guard heads rolling. I couldn't believe my ears. I couldn't believe my eyes. I know. I was, I was stunned. I, I was, like, shocked. I couldn't believe, the, is this the United States is, or is right. this communist Cuba? That, well, these, these, these are the fascists. These are the hardcore fascists that we're talking about over here. They don't represent us. I, I only beg. And, and, you know, obviously the American people don't owe me anything as they've already getting, given me everything that I need, and that's the opportunity. But I only beg that they don't uh, see these people as representative of the majority because they're not. They're just a handful of loudmouth agitators. Yeah, and, and, and go the hell back already. And this is sending the wrong message to many people no here. No question. In all, you know, in all things, because... Now everybody knows they can get away with everything right. if they are Cubans. Right, if right. They are Cubans because right. nobody here. There is nothing. Only the politicians are running this place. There is no loss. They want to destroy the Coast Guard if they could. They are the oh. only ones that are working today. Yep. The Coast Guard is the only one that is doing their job, and they want to finish it the yep. way they are talking on the radios. Thank you very much, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, and God bless America. God bless America. Happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. Hats off to all those Minutemen that 99% of the Americans who are here are not descended from, by the way, but nevertheless, we all appreciate them. We all appreciate the balls that they had and what they did, and we all get to uh, reap the benefits of what they did. They. And thank you. And thank you for all the taxpaying gringos in 1969 who... Uh, who mailed me a, a plane ticket. Or actually, they sent an airplane. DC-3. Those Tarzan planes. They served me Coke. And I hadn't had Coke. No, not that kind. By that time, uh, Cuba was already steeped in communism, so we had no soda. At least not, you know, not for us. The people that, you know, the army, the police, all of the people that uh, were doing Castro's bidding, they got all the good stuff. I had never seen it before. And I said, agua sucia, dirty water. And it was great. Lady in Weston, hello. Yes, hello. Yes, ma'am. I was just listening to the uh, gentleman that called suggesting that people uh, call the Spanish stations. And those people that are really, you have been apologizing over and over again. And you really don't need to. I understand because, believe me, people, well, definitely, people, if these are 3,000 or 4,000 out of 1 million, those other 1 million should go to their legislators. Forget the That's phone right. calls. This phone calls, people, phone calls people hang up on you. You need to get letters. You mm -hmm. need to go to, and perhaps we need to get the, the federal government involved here because we don't want riots down in Miami. Absolutely not. We don't want we're another just, Los we're Angeles. We're just short of that. It hasn't gotten to riot yet. No cars have been burned. Uh, no buildings, anything like that. No, but it will, it will come to that's that. That's what it's leading to. Absolutely right, ma'am. That's what it's and leading to. And the people that are in, in 
places of like this man, this coward who said, oh, we have Cuban power and hung up. I call him a coward because yeah. he was probably one of the 3,000 there. Right. We should go to the people that are, I don't know, there's Brothers to the Rescue and this Mr. Basalto and these everyone people who's that have money. Everyone who's influence, everyone who's got right. the ear it, of the Cuban people should, should be denouncing should this crap. Excuse me? Go ahead. No, these people should be turning around saying, look, we should be grateful we should be thankful that we're here. Let's not do this to America. What are we trying to create? A little dictatorship down in, in, in another dictatorship that we left? That's what it is. From Cuba. We left Castro. Are we any better? Exactly. Are we any better? Thank you, ma'am. And Thank it really needs to be done on, on more of a federal level at this point because writing to the governor, that is not going to yeah. do anything He's at all. He's too busy counting his wife's receipts. Exactly. Well, there's dishonesty in there. That's dishonesty that didn't just start either. But this is, uh, we have, you know, we have compassion. We're allowed freedom. But people need freedom to live. And these, right. these demonstrators or whatever, they agitators or I don't know what they're trying to achieve. But I, I call them assholes personally, but uh, nevertheless. Thank uh, you very much, man. Okay, thank you. Okay, sorry, we're a little bit late for the break, and I want to do the, uh, the van hit. We got the van out there. Shell gas station at Broward Boulevard and University Drive in plantation. It, they're there now from 12 noon until whenever. Florida Marlins tickets. Uh, what else they got here? Enjoy. QAM Budweiser happy hour party before the game. Does that mean they'll have uh, free beer? And uh, they'll be spinning the QAM wheel, live music, lots of giveaways from QAM and Budweiser, etc. and so on. Shell Gas Station, Broward Boulevard and University in plantation from 12 noon until whenever the hell. 10 after 12 on 560 WQAM. Ed Kaplan knows the scores. Starting at 10 till the last game ends. Weeknights only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. 560 WQAM. I took my troubles to the Hebrew school. My uncle Neil said it's the thing you do. I said that I was laughing and the rabbi rolled his eyes. I wonder how he do that. I wasn't circumcised. I told him that I was a flop with chick. He said for 50 bucks he clipped my chip. He looked at his wife and he said he had the time. It wouldn't be much longer. I wasn't circumcised. He knelt down and turned around and gave me a wink. He said, I'm going to cut it off right here at the thing. I felt the sudden tug and then I started to drink. I caught my drawers, I thought of George. Randy's got weak. I couldn't feel it on the left or right. I only know my jeans were quite as tight. I used to be a large, but it cut me down the side. I'm walking like a cowboy. I've just been circumcised. Double push. Don't cut. Don't go. Please. I dropped my drawers. I thought of George. My knees got weak. I couldn't feel it on the left or right. I only knew my jeans were quite as tight. Now 
1217-560, WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the Mobile One wireless line, or is that just Mobile One line, whatever it is. That was All Night Theater, at least at the time that they did that bit, the first bit that ever had my name in it, by the way, after like five years of uh, doing the show. Other people, Greeper, a week. That's how long it takes them. You know, Friedman, not even that. You know, the, before the show was back on the air on QAM, there was a Friedman bit because uh, he had a bit coming, a, a little bit. Uh, but nevertheless, that was All Night Theater, and now they're not the band. They changed their name. I hate it when people do this. Sorry, guys. Not the band. But I'm going to give them a little plug because, uh, hey, you keep writing songs with my name in them, I'll, I'll plug the hell out of you. Duncan, Barron, and Art. They're now not the band, and they're going to be at J&S Restaurant and Lounge Friday and Saturday night, July 2nd and 3rd, uh, from 9.30 to 1.30 p.m., and they're playing some classic rock and roll. So go see these guys. Not the band. They did that thing. They did, um, you know, Who Will Stop the Wayne and a couple other things for us, and, uh, Start doing some more stuff for us, by the way, especially if it's about me. Fort Myers, hello. Hello, George. Hello, sir. Uh, first of all, thanks for uh, taking the position that, that you No, do. no, thank you. Well, yeah, okay, but on the other hand, though, I can't be quite as optimistic as you are. Uh, who, who's optimistic? I'm not optimistic. Well, I think the main message that you're trying to get out is you're trying to minimize the... Um, the percentage of the uh, Cuban community that, Do you think? Uh, that, that are actually out there. I, I did my own little survey. I called everyone that I knew. Nobody was blocking traffic. No one was uh, in support of it. No one thought it was a good idea that I know. Okay. I'll, I'll and Kendall, Kendall was all Cuban. No one in Kendall was doing anything. The Grove, Coconut Grove, um, the Coral Gables, everywhere else, all of the Cuban communities, everyone in Broward, no one was doing anything well, except hiding under the bed. Are, are they? Are not some of them just a little bit smug, have a little smug feeling? There, there's that, a that smugness. There is a collective clout like there's that. There's a smugness with the Cuban people. I'm not going to argue that point with you. That's why I don't hang with very many of them. There's a there's an ego and a smugness and a and an arrogance that uh, that I don't happen to appreciate. And uh, and sure, that's a that's a little bit of a social problem there. But nevertheless, uh, that doesn't mean that they endorse this and want to be represented this way. Who wants to be represented by a bunch of maniacs laying down in the street? Well, it's pretty crazy, my friend. It's incredibly uh, crazy. And there's just one thing I wish you would consider. Yes, maybe sir? you'll incorporate it. Maybe you won't. Possibly Neil will. You always refer to uh, Dade County as South Florida. Right. I wish you would call it Southeast Florida, sir. I oh. live further south <laughs> than you guys. And by just... saying South Florida seems to me to make the... Uh, uh, give these few people that hopefully are down there a very small percentage. Very, uh, very valid point, sir. Just, just for you, Southeast Florida. Thank you, sir. No problem. Bye. And uh, thank you very much. Happy Fourth of July, etc. And so on. And and there you go. That's the perception that the Gringos are getting, people. That's the perception. While most of the rest of us know that it's just this handful of uh, people that don't know how to behave amongst civilized people, because they never were. If they were back on the island, they were swinging a machete, cutting cane. Obviously, a very small percentage of these people, but the gringos are getting the impression that it's all of us or most of us or at least the rest of us condone it or endorse it or don't have a problem with it. And they couldn't be more wrong. And I couldn't be more pissed and more embarrassed by that kind of behavior. Gentle people, gentlemen and gentle women do not lay down in the streets. Miami Beach, hello. Hi, George. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, sir. How are you? Oh, not bad. Listen, you saved the day here. you got a great show going. Thank you. I want to tell you, we had, uh, we've been thinking about this protest that went on. And when I say we, uh, we've got a, you know, a pretty sizable group of people that go to a local tavern. And we were going to have our own little protest. And we were going to sit down and close some streets and pretty much do what the Cubans did, okay? Mm -hmm. and 
we're going to do this right after a fireworks display took place at a certain place. Mm-hmm. We are going to have American flags. Yes. And, you know, hopefully our goal was really to get arrested because, you know, no one, else, right. of course, was arrested. And they of sort of set and they, precedent. They should have been, by the way. Absolutely. And they sort of set precedent. They, being Metro-Dade County, set precedent, you know, unlawful, uh, you know, uh, whatever. I'm saying no one was arrested. So if we got arrested, we had a lawsuit, you know, and we had some, some attorneys and some other people that were going to join the protest. But after listening to your show, we decided that that was not the way to do it, you know, because of what you said, that well, you. normal people don't do this, and that would be, you know, not the right thing to do. So you, you've stopped that, okay, you've, in one day. and on it's, deal- it's, Well, you know, that's common sense. Well, yeah, but, you know... You, Civilized but, people don't throw temper tantrums in the George, what do we do? What do I do? As, as, as a gringo born here, born and raised here, I might add, and don't get me wrong, some of my best friends are Latins, okay? Uh, I understand. So what do I do? Do I write... I'm not going to take that as a slight, because I know a lot of people right, say that... I can't. That what am I going to write my congressman? I take, that, I, I take that as a slight. You can, you can write your congressman. <laughs> you can write Governor Jeb. You don't, right. you, you don't have the ability, and neither do I, to call the Spanish-language radio stations and try to... No, I would never them. do that. I, I, of course, no. but you know, nor do we have the ability to do so. You know, because that's where it's coming from. Don't you understand that oh, there's a couple no, of assholes on the radio yeah, that are appealing to the other assholes out there? 100%, 100% words, the, people, the people that are listening to those shows that, that see it for the insanity that it is, they, they stay home. Right. And this and uh, what they're doing is they're scraping the bottom of the barrel and getting these assholes no, to go out there. About Listen, I'm going to leave you with some wisdom to live by. It was said by Benjamin Franklin, and I'm sure none of these Cubans have ever heard of this. And it says, uh, in the course of like my observation... Okay, well, Latins, Cubans, whatever. Those Cubans. Those Cubans, okay. In the course of my observations in dealing with disputed people and contradicting views, it's unfortunate that their affairs, they sometimes get victories, but they never get goodwill, which is much more useful to them. Thank That's you, all I got to say. Have a good one. Thank you, too, and happy 4th of July. I want to distance myself from this pack of scum as far as possible, me and the rest of the civilized Cubans, which is the rest of us, in spite of what that guy in Fort Myers says. I mean, I don't know how many, I mean, there are, there are, there are Cubans over there on the West Coast, on, in Southwest Florida, just for him. It's, uh, today, it's uh, Southeast Florida. I don't do these shows very often, start calling it that. Sorry if that's our nickname over here, sir. We've gotten used to it, South Florida. When are we playing that Phil thing, by the way? Or are we going to? How about uh, after this break? After this break? After the next break. After the, uh, the 38, at about a quarter till, still during the lunch hour. All right. All right. Coconut Grove, hello. Hey, George, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I just want to address the, I guess, your pie-in-the-sky dream of, of Cuban assimilation. Um, it's, it's a pie-in-the-sky dream? Why I, is that a dream? I'll tell you why it's a dream. And I'm Cuban myself. I don't think it's ever going to happen, and I'll tell you why. Cubans know that they don't have to assimilate, particularly right. here in South Florida. Well, I, I think, well, and, and you're Cuban yourself, so obviously you should say some Cubans. Okay, well... Some Cubans, well, I would say actually most Cubans think that they don't have to assimilate to U.S. culture totally to well, prosper. Well, they, they don't have to, to prosper, absolutely right. Because well, they have their own money. Right, the Cubans have shown that you can prosper in this country With way beyond any other Hispanics and even the average white American and yet not assimilate. Right. And I think that's the first minority group other than other minority groups that have already become mainstream American I, I think that have done correct. that. You're We're correct. the only minority group out there that has prospered and not assimilated. Right. Okay, there is no other ones because the Jewish people have assimilated, Italians, right. Greeks, they all have assimilated. Mm-hmm. The problem is I don't think we're ever going to get that point, first of all, because of the proximity that South Florida has to Cuba. Right. And by the way, it's not a phenomenon just to the Cubans here in the U.S. The Cubans that live in Madrid, I just was a week in Madrid, about mm-hmm. 100,000 Cubans in Madrid, they have equally prospered in Spain, and yet right. they have not assimilated, although there's not 
the level of assimilation well, needed I mean, they, in Spain. All they have because, to do is uh, talk with a lisp, and they're assimilated. Right, or with a fog in their throat. Right, right. Um, <laughs> as far as your concern about the reputation of Cubans, um, I can tell you firsthand, because I was involved in human resource and recruiting, I'm now an attorney here in South Florida, mm. that among corporate America and around the universities across this country, Cubans, particularly Cuban-Americans that are born here, predominantly we were raised here, have a very good and outstanding reputation among corporate America. How long is that going to last if this crap continues? Well, I certainly don't condone what happened um, in Miami Beach. You mentioned something also about the, uh, the radio stations. I speak kind of fluent Spanish, mm-hmm. and I was listening to several of those radio stations yesterday, and you may not believe this, but the predominant amount of callers Say they did not agree with the stop of really? stoppage of traffic. Really, the predominant Somebody, amount people of were calls. calling and saying that those people were getting hung up on. No, I, I, I well, maybe they don't understand Spanish because I was listening okay. to those callers right. very carefully. And well, as good. a matter of fact, one of those callers said that the way the stoppage of traffic began, it was never intended. They were supposed to go over there and demonstrate on the sidewalk. Right. Okay? More people, because this was a very spontaneous event. Mm. More people started showing up started spilling over onto the streets, and then one person, he said, and he named the person, I don't remember the name, but it was the same guy that got his boat confiscated, oh, was no. the first person to lay down on the street, and oh, after that you had a bunch of okay. followers, which yeah. was, most of that group were just Lemmings. followers, Lemmings. came in there and also stopped the traffic, and then after that it was all mayhem. I still don't agree that it was. It, it rises to the level of a riot of Los Angeles. or I, I can't imagine Cubans would No, no, I'm, I'm hanging on to that, that distinction like, like the, the last shred of dignity before I changed my name, that at least there were no burning cars, no overturned cars, no property damage, nobody was burning anything down, uh, et cetera, and so on. But you know what? It's escalating, and but it's going to get there. Uh, I, don't, I hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> Also, I think inherently you and I and other Cubans here have a very uphill battle to change the perception of not educated Americans or university. Right, or the educated Americans, Americans they, they know. They kind of make a distinction. Right. Uh, not a lot, not a big distinction, but they do are aware of the distinction, at least the economic and political clout of Cuban Americans. But we're finding an uphill battle that it's inherently was there even before the first Cuban landed here Oh, sure. In prejudice South is a natural thing. Prejudice is a, you know, something that everyone has to struggle with. Who's and, a little bit um, and, and it's a shame that these couple thousand Cubans have, uh, you know, they could have they could have gotten their point across in a lawful way. But sure. I don't. I I hear most of your callers calling from Broward County. Most of your calling even from no, Fort Myers. Not Dade County. It's all Dade County right here on the board. One Fort Lauderdale. Right. But what I'm saying, I think a lot of people are responding to this very emotionally, even on the Anglo's. I think a lot of Anglo's are responding to this. Not so much of the stoppage of traffic, because uh, it didn't affect even most Anglo's, but. Uh, I think they're responding to the fact that there's they see the Cubans getting away with certain stuff that and they, they are getting away with it. They oh, are uh, absolutely, and absolutely. it's not fair and it's not right. And just because we're empowered down here doesn't give us the right to abuse that power. Absolutely, but I think that's what most people are pissed off about, not the stoppage of traffic. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, sir. Right. And uh, God bless America. Happy birthday, America. Twelve twenty-eight on five sixty WQAM. Jim Mandich talks sports weekends right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Road rage is increasingly becoming a factor in many automobile accidents. I'll kill you, you son of a bitch. Most of the people involved are men. At Gloria Steinem Road Rage University, we're teaching women to demand equality on the roadways. Hey! You can't get my fender, you crazy bitch! That's not a sentence, Bender! 
Jason Fender. You want some of this? You go, girl. At Gloria Steinem Road Rage U, we'll show you how to compete in the aggressive field of automotive assault with our three-point system of successful confrontation engagement. Seek out erratic drivers. Make eye contact. Go to that special place where your PMS always lives. Gloria Steinem Road Rage University. Remember our motto, that's not a windshield, it's just another glass ceiling. Bust through it and kick some butt now. 27 till 1560 WQAM to the gringo from Ohio who faxed me uh, uh, an idea about getting pen, uh, Mayor Penis on the air and asking him these questions and everything like that. First of all, this isn't that kind of show. We don't have political uh, posers on this kind of show. Second of all, he wouldn't come on a show where he knows he's going to get his ass ripped, which, which he'd have to be a deaf person not to know that, etc. and so on. And can anybody sue the mayor for doing anything? I don't know. Maybe some legal beagles will call up. Uh, but I know this, that as far as those Spanish language radio stations, if they're telling people to block traffic, inciting a riot or something, maybe some lawyers can call up and say, you know, to, you know, convincing people to do something illegal, that'd be bad. Stop it. Stop embarrassing us. Uh, after this next break, we'll have the uh, the Mariel boat, boat, boat Race from Phil Hendry. Once again, not available on any Phil CD. You'll hear it here and only here on the George Inferno Neil Rogers Show. Fort Lauderdale, hello. 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 Um, I have to ask you how you feel about the the Cubans. How I feel about the Cubans? I'll turn on the radio, sir. Was that a little kid? Was that who called? Lady in Miami, hello. I'm here. Hey, yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, you know what? I think uh, I'm not Cuban. Okay. okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm Hispanic. Well, I guess from now I'm going to put a sign on my forehead. Yeah, that's saying, like not, I'm not, not Cuban. Cuban. You know, because these guys, they get away with whatever. From the right. beginning, they should have stopped them. Send them back, but they're always getting away with it. Yes, they are. It's not fair. It's not fair, man. I mean, I'm not prejudiced, but... I know you're not. It's not fair. I agree I with you. It's not fair. Years. I know that they're suffering. I know that things are bad over there. I know that they're desperate, but it's not Fair. There are other desperate people. They embarrassed the United States. Yeah, I swear yes. to that. And the Coast Guard, what did they do? They were trying to be tough. This, this guys that came didn't you think so? They were trying they to were, be what? They tried to be tough. Who, the Coast Guard? Against, no, no. The, the Red These Sea. other people, they, listen, the Coast Guard is a law enforcement organization. They're what law enforcement. When you run away from the police, when you, like if you're in your car and you're trying to avoid the police and running to the left know? and running to the right, they're going to tackle you. They're going to block your car with their car and they're going to tackle you. That's their job is to keep people from floating up on shore from whatever country they might happen to be from. The people who are allowed in the United States fill out an application. That's the way it's supposed to work. Do you think the Coast Guard did something wrong? No, I do not. Don't you think they look like assholes now? Who? They the Coast Guard. They, 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 well, people like they got free, and that's not fair. Well, I mean, it they wasn't their decision. It wasn't their decision. They, they were just, they're following orders. That's their job is to keep them. They did their best to do it. They didn't Why do did it. Why did they let this guy free then? You know what I'm saying? Why? The Coast Guard didn't let him free. I'm not but, saying the Coast Guard. Whoever. Because everyone's scared to death of this little hot-headed minority down here, and they think that they represent uh, millions of people, and they don't. They represent themselves. You know what happened to us last year, my husband and myself? We went to Orlando. He's a contractor, a fence contractor. He went to do a job. A, a gringo, a redneck, mm-hmm. not sooner he saw him, he said, what are you doing here? You talk Miami. What are you doing in Orlando? Right. Sorry. But they think that we're all Cubans. 
Right. And that is not right, you know, because they're getting away. They come here. They have. They get everything. They're making the rest of the space. I've been look here really 30 bad. years from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. I have never been on welfare. I have never. I have worked right. in this country. I don't get nothing. That's what the, a lot of things that Americans don't understand is that if you come from another country, you're not eligible for welfare. They don't. They don't know that. Nothing. A lot of a lot of welfare. A lot of white trash welfare people like to keep repeating that over and over again to uh, to obfuscate the fact that there are more uh, white Anglo's on welfare than everybody else put together. But so they like to point to the to the foreigners, the people that want to get in here, as if to say that those are the, they want to come over here for a free lunch. They don't want a free are lunch. You, they Cuban, just want right? lunch. You're Cuban. Yes. Uh, um, why? Is, how are they going to get it through their head? They should be kissing this ground. You know what? Most of us do have it through our head. Most of us do kiss the ground. Most of us are going to be waving American flags and shooting off fireworks on the 4th of July. At least I will, and I know my family will be. But we've got a small minority of agitating assholes down there that don't represent us, and I wish they would get off the streets and off the TV already. You and know, maybe get American, on a boat. American people, they're getting away from Miami. Thank you, ma'am. They have to get. Thank you. Yes, I'm sorry. I just, I, you know, we have a board full of calls, and I want to play that Phil thing because, um, and I sympathize with her. You know, the the Cubans have always been the elitists of the Spics, no question about that. To think that they're making the other uh, Spics look bad. How how do you like what you've done? You're making you're making Dominicans embarrassed to be Hispanic because of the Cubans. How do you like that? That's what you're accomplishing, all you assholes who are in the streets. 22 till 1 on 560 QAM. Depot's Sony Sports Showdown. Are you up to the challenge? Saturday no. mornings at 8, only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah, but wait, yeah, but wait a second. Really constructive of that kind of trip, are they, Dave? 
judging by the look of that biplane there, looks like something out of north by northwest. Rather flimsy wing construction, and the guy up there with a leather cap, it looks like a mail carrier out of Iowa, Iowa takes out. Well, we're going to get started here, and uh, we'll hear the gunshot and the start, of course, of this big race, Maryland, Miami. They can make it as far as Key West, that's okay, too. I think there's a lot of people down there in Key West that can see those people swimming ashore, getting something to do with them and drink. By all means, of course, the people in Key West is nothing but suck down liquor all day long. Might have something just a little bit different for them to do if they can uh, help some people establish themselves in the United States of America. I don't mean to preach, folks, but that's what I'm doing right now as I wait for the start of this big Maryland, Miami boat race. And we're waiting for the gun. There it is. And you can hear those waves crashing across the bow there of the Jose Sanchez rat, a beautiful rat as it cuts across the water there. He is out in the lead, passing boy marker number one. At the bow, he passes boy marker number one, the Jose Sanchez rat. On board is his wife, his daughters, his son, his mother-in-law, father-in-law, three cousins, and what's that? Huh? But anyway, I wish that producer wouldn't be squawking into our ears like that. I'm going to take a gun and blow that guy's brains out. I don't think. Now you're going to cutting very handsomely across the uh, across the bow. I say bow, it's actually just a square dinghy or something. I don't know what he made that thing out of. That well, looks like a big pot and I don't know, a few different things. Maybe some furniture. See a sofa down there, an easy chair. It's all kinds of stuff. It's wild. It's a wild looking boat, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that ain't the monkey business. Guys enjoy things. Carlos Oliveira's right there on those big Firestone tires is making a move now on the right side. And he may pass him here at boy marker number two. Let's get through this crowd. And he gets by him very nicely. Gets by him very nicely there, boy marker number two. And wiping up the rear there, Miguel Salazar in that makeshift boat on top of those Michelin with the Taco Bell wrappers is a sail. I don't think that thing's going to help about it at all. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's helping Jose Sanchez. He's got his wife and kids. He's got a hell of a lot more relatives, so they can paddle a lot faster. Well, okay, that's uh, one thing that's made for a big paddle. Well, we're moving along here, boy marker number three. There's the bell. And moving across boy marker number three, Jose Sanchez. Remember, the first boat to make it to Florida, they get to stay. The other two boats are sunk at sea. And will you excuse me for just a minute, Dave? I've got to go to the bathroom. Go out ahead. I'll just give the people the play-by-play -play here. As uh, Joe Angel stands up and goes to the bathroom. And I, you know, I really, I don't appreciate it. You take that down. Oh. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Okay, I'm done. Here in the boat race now, Jose Sanchez leading Carlos Alvarez, and they're coming up the boy down there in the floor. Here they go, and Sanchez B takes the lead there on his way to Key West. Sanchez out in the lead. He's got those people paddling third. Carlos Alvarez has got some buddies of his that work at a gas station or something. They're paddling away, but it looks like the Sanchez craft has got the real oars. They've got actual boat oars as opposed to just big pieces of wood that the Alvarez crew is using. Miguel Salazar, those guys are paddling with their hands, and it looks to be a big soup ladle. I don't think that's going to help them out at all. And those waves are really crashing over the bow there, and they're making a lot of the way there. Coast Guard Cutter is on the scene. If any one of these people try to dock unnecessarily or illegally, they'll blast them out of the water with those big 50 millimeter machine guns. <laughs> now we've got an old camera, or I should say an, an onboard microphone, on the Miguel uh, Salazar craft, and you can see just exactly what those people are up against. They're trying to paddle away here in this very old Miami boat race. Let's get on that microphone and see what we can hear. Paddle faster! Paddle faster! God damn it! 
Hey, give me a little pass to you, Bill. You're not going to get a Bill Patty pass there. It is, Gregory. I don't like that very fast. Did you guys survive? Ah, screw it. That's the onboard microphone we got there on the uh, Miguel Salazar. This is a new technology that we borrowed from CBS. They got the onboard camera. We got the onboard microphone. You can hear them paddling very, very slowly down there. You can hear on board there. They're paddling rather slowly. Okay, it's just a situation that uh, it's a situation you gotta feel for them. What are they doing now? One of them's out of the bathroom again. All right, as we go along in this race here, the Miguel Salazar boat is really, really, really out of this race right now. It's between Oliver and Sanchez, and they're coming up now on boat marker number five. That's boy marker number five. As they head from Mariel to Miami in this big Mariel to Miami boat race, there's the bell. And they're both neck and neck, moving along the waves. The waves crashing across the bow. The bow crashing across the waves. Seeing all that brine, all that sea brine, all that in the sea. All of those beautiful scenes from old movies. Not one of them is uh, applicable here because these guys are on a raft, folks, with inner tubes. It doesn't look like anything like that. This ain't Ernest Hemingway, baby. This is something right out of life, folks. I can hear those waves crashing across the bow there. Jose Sanchez has really got his team working. Let's get in that onboard camera and that onboard microphone, rather, and see just what those guys are talking about. There you guys, there we go. That's a one. And a two. And a one. Two, three, four, five. Sounds like they're singing, for God's sake. Let's be some kind of a new way to keep these guys inspired out there. Well, the Coast Guard Cutter, the SS Tripoli, is off the shore of Miami, and I'll be waiting for the arrival of these folks. Sanchez has really got these guys working hard, I'll tell you that right now. We've got a big cooler there. Looks to me like he's got some Pop-Tarts in there, maybe a couple of six-packs of beer. These guys are really moving. Well, i got to believe it's not only that Firestone tire they're on top of. I'll tell you, I wouldn't put one of those on my car, but if I was trying to get out of the country, that's the one I'd use. That's right. Oliveris is coming up in the second place when they come to boy marker number six. And let's see if these guys can make a move there on the Oliveris boat. That's the Oliveris raft that there's, uh, it looks to be like some kind of a, a sofa or something stretched across those tires. And they're moving up there, losing the crowd. I think they're about to take them. And they have taken them there. Boy marker number seven now. Well, the Oliveris team is in the lead. Sanchez second. Miguel Salazar is very, very assistant. Let's get back on board that microphone and listen to the Salazar crowd. Everybody hates their living guts. I've been six months, so we're still back in Cuba. 
Well, I'll tell you, that's America. No doubt about it. And hear those waves crashing across the uh, shoreline there, right across the bottom of those boats. It's a beautiful day, by the way. I'm getting some nice sun. Hey, pass me another beer, will you? Okay, here you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God I was born in this country. I'd hate to be those guys right now. <laughs> I tell you, being born here does have its advantages. I wouldn't want to come here that way, but I look bad. I think I'd lost a couple of crew members on that thing. They'll sell our boat. Those guys just dropped off the tail end of that thing. Maybe it looks like they're shark bait now. Yeah. The boats are moving up now to boy marker number eight. They're getting very closer to Miami. Getting very closer to the tail end of this big race. And there we go. Oliver Spray takes the lead from Sanchez. Sanchez is both trailing away. You can listen to the Who is that? Is that the, the uh, Salazar boat? That's not going to me. Uh, you guys, I don't think we can do anything with this. You know, why would you turn around and paddle back? Well, there we were on board that Salazar boat. Those guys are not doing too well out there. So the Salazar boat pretty much is out of hand. They're out of this race. They are the knee. They are shark bait, baby. Uh, looks like they developed some kind of a leak in that boat. Uh, I think they developed some kind of a leak in the boat. And you can hear the crowd roaring as Oliveras is coming up on the right side. They're coming up on the starboard side. Sanchez trying to keep the boat afloat. Oliveras is trying to keep his boat afloat. They're coming down here to the finish line. Over the boat that finishes first. They get to stay here. The other one gets blasted out of the water by the coast guard. They got those big 50 millimeter guns already. Sanchez, Oliveras, Oliveras, Sanchez, paddling for their lives, paddling for freedom. Can they come here to America? Live as free people. Live as the one and only people in the United States. I hope they don't live next door to me. That's all I got to say about that. And that's the final delivery bell. Sanchez and Oliveras moving up there to the right side. Looks like the Coast Guard is kept there. Got their pocket tricked out. Now move it up. And it's the Sanchez boat that wins it. The Sanchez boat wins it. Oliveras is second. And Miguel Salazar is third. And the Coast Guard cutter is lining up. And they're going to blast that Oliveras boat right out of the water. There it is. Right down to the briny deep. What a race. <laughs> I'll tell you, folks, this has been fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you. Watching people racing for their lives against time to live in freedom. <laughs> I'm Joe Angel. I was born in the United States of America. I'm Dave O'Brien. We'll be back with more play by play next week. And more play games there. Watching people less fortunate suffer. That. Is great radio. Five till one on five sixty WQAM. Sorry about all these people on hold that waited through that twelve minutes long. It's good, if not uh, you know a little long. But thank you, Phil. Miami, hello. Oh, how are you doing, George? Doing all right. Uh, pretty good, actually. I thought it was funny. Thank you. I'm cubing myself. Uh, I like to agree and disagree with you. I, okay. I, I do agree that these people should have been thrown in jail. And the, the traffic blockers, that is. Yeah. I, oh, okay. and, and not just that, but this guy, if he was illegal, which obviously he was, uh, just would have been deported. Right. You know, I do agree with that. What I don't agree with, actually, is um, the fact that I mean, I hear people saying, you know, Cubans this and Cubans that, and and I, I mean, I shouldn't have to be ashamed because I wasn't there. Right. I believe. Right. First, you know. But I, you know, we get lumped in together. Unfortunately, absolutely. that's how that's how prejudice works. That's the perception thing. Reality is nothing. Perception is everything. You know, there are stereotypes, and this is the stereotype that's getting promoted all around the nation right now. So, absolutely. I mean, I do commend you. That's for what the, I feel sorry absolutely. about. I, I mean, see, most people really don't want to think; they just want to lump. 
right. it's easier for them that's, to do. That's everybody. Everybody does that. Right. And, and, you know, we, we throw a lot of crap around on this show, and we make a lot of uh, humor out of ethnic stereotypes of all kinds. And, you know, as long as we're all, you know, laughing about it, that's all fine. But a lot of people are really serious, and they believe that the stereotypes are the majority of, of fill-in-the-blank, whatever right. kind of people. And all over the country and all over the world now, too, this is what they think Cubans are all about. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, also, I mean, you have, like, I think you had a, a call earlier that says, well, I'm having a hard time not trusting Cubans. I mean, come on. If you had a hard time trusting Cubans, if you're having a hard time now, then you probably were, you know, quite this, a bit This is uh, the way prejudice, prejudice works. Before. That's how prejudice works. Uh, absolutely. Prejudice is a natural thing. You're born with it. You uh, have absolutely. to it, it, evolve it, it, out of it. Uh -huh. And also, you know, you, you were talking about pandering, how the Miami Hero panders to, to the, the Cuban community down, down here. Well, there's, no, there's no question. Well, and also you have the Sun Center that does pander a lot to the Jewish community as well because a lot of their constituents it's are just, Jewish. It's business. Absolutely. Except in the case of the, uh, the Herald, it doesn't work. Absolutely. And if you had a whole truckload of Chinese people and they occupied a certain area, that newspaper would pander those people. So, you know, like I said, George, I mean, I, I do agree. Uh, I, I, guess, I guess actually I'm finding myself now I, I do agree with, with pretty everything, much everything. All right. All right. Thank you very Talk much. You later, George. No problemo. And it's 3 till 1 on 560 WQAM. You're listening to it. Hey, Goldberg. Weekday afternoons at 2. Sports Radio 560 QAM. When I got two jobs to work, it takes a long time. They drop those chickens slow. I want to lose my mind. And once they see a turning drop away, they get terrified and slam on the brake. They weave and roll, talking on the phone. I believe I'm still alive. The way these people drive, pointless car in the right direction. It's the captain, pay attention. Expressing road rage on the expressway. Expressing road rage on the expressway. Don't they want to go home? They drive retarded. 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 One zero three five sixty WQAM, and of course, as we all know, the traffic system is great in South Florida, especially in Dade County, right? Right? No. Oh, that's why I don't like going down to Dade County, if if for no other reason. I mean, I don't care about the Spanish thing. I can fake my way through it. I mean, I can't make a, a phone call to Spanish language radio and sound intelligent, but I can certainly order a medianoche and a pastelito and a colada of uh, Cuban coffee. Uh, nevertheless, it's the traffic. I hate going down there. I hate the turnpike down there. I hate the Palmetto, I-95, going east, west, south. No time, day or night, are you able to get from one place to another, except maybe 3 in the morning or something like that. When I was repoing cars, I loved the night shift because that was the only time that you could drive around. During the day, it's gridlock anyway on any given day in Dade County. So, of course, what, what exact, what's the last thing that we need is more traffic impediments. That's, that's why I won't live in Dade County. I wouldn't have a problem living in Dade County, some of the nicer areas. Where are they? Oh, I'm just kidding. If it weren't for the traffic. I hate the traffic down there, the traffic situation. So to think of making it worse is going to make your situation better. The big O, by the way, as I was walking by from uh, taking a leak, uh, Orlando, Alzagari, a Cuban. 
gave me a new word to call them, escuria, uh, which is like shit, trailer trash, basically. The, uh, the grass hut, machete swinging types. That's what these people are. He said he wasn't, none of his family were down there, no one he knows is down there, and they're all as shocked and as mortified as, as uh, he and I are. So, escuria, salga de la calle, come mierda. And these people have been holding forever. I'm sorry about that. Mobile and Coral Springs, hello. Hey, George, how are you doing? All right, how are you, sir? A couple quick points. Yes, sir. First of all, the, the one guy called in and said, you know, how they assimilate. The only reason they've assimilated down here is because of the masses that, are, that have come over. What, what does and, that mean? Well, meaning that if there wasn't the amount of immigrants that are here, they would have had to assimilate. They would have had to assimilate. That's correct. They wouldn't okay. be able to support businesses if there weren't a lot of their countrymen over here. That's absolutely Exactly. Right. Now, the two other points real quick. First of all, you there? I'm here. Hello? I'm letting you talk. I know that's revolutionary, but um, just let okay. me go. All right. The, the, the arrogance yes. is what really gets me. Yes. The fact that they feel, that the small segment of the Cuban population that feel they can do whatever they want to do, say whatever they want to say. And up until yesterday, I don't think that everybody else thought they could get away with it. And now that's all changed. Absolutely correct, sir. And I think the precedent that was set and the fact, the, the thing that really irks me is that none of the politicians down there have come out and spoke against what happened. Right. None of the, none of the law enforcement officials have come out and, and, and condemned what happened. As Correct. a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, you see Joe Carroyo on the uh, front of uh, Sun Sentinel holding some guy's arm up while the guy's holding up a Cuban flag. Yep. That son of a bitch should be impeached for that. Well, he's holding up a communist he's flag. He's pandering to his constituency, don't it you understand? I, I understand that that makes you, uh, you know, that makes your blood boil, but he's pandering to his constituency. I don't really care how many Cuban flags he holds up as long as he's doing it from the sidewalk, quite, fran quite frankly. I would like a nice, simple goal here, and that is to be able to drive to where I'm going and get there in my lifetime. Right. The, the fact that they have not come out to this day... They, they you know, need to be condemning this. Every leader, every person of influence, everyone on the radio, every person in political power, the Cuban-American National Foundation, any, uh, the Cuban Bridge Club, the Domino Park Players Association, anybody who has an, an audience or a platform should be condemning these escuria for blocking the traffic down there. Right, and the next time they should be aware that if it happens again, they are going Riot to out the National Guard... Riot police, the scoops like in Soylent Green, scoop them up, put them in the dumpster, and take them right to the port. And everybody that's listening, as long as you guys sit on your ass and don't make phone calls and complain to the law enforcement officials and INS and, and the Coast Guard, nothing is going to happen. It's great that you're calling in and voicing your opinion on the radio, right. but that's not going to affect change. You guys need to get on the radio and call the people that pissed you off and let them know why they pissed you off and let them know that we're not going to tolerate it again. Absolutely correct, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, happy Fourth of July and God bless America. And and uh, but was he pissed off? Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Everyone, Cuban and American, needs to be saying something to someone, to the most important person that you know, to your congressman or whatever, and uh, tell them that this is a minority and we're not going to put up with them. Those of us who are civilized, whatever ethnicity we are, we're not going to put up with these assholes, these agitators blocking our traffic over rafters over rafters who we've never met. I understand that this guy, you know, one of these guys, they had him, the guy that says that they took his picture with Castro, I'd like to see that picture. I don't know him. I saw that he had some family over here. I don't know them. They're vouching for him. Well, I don't know you, okay? I don't know anybody that's washing up on shore. That's why we have a system to, so that they can ask these people questions. Who are you? What are you all about? 
And when the, the United States immigration system is satisfied that you're not a scumbag, then they'll think about letting you in. That's how it's supposed to work. We're not going to circumvent the system for any group of people in the United States. Some of us are very happy to work within the system. Most of us, that is to say, are very happy to work within the system. And this man's absolutely right. And I know it's hard. Americans, and I've been Americanized, obviously, very, uh, we're not motivated very easily. That's how you lost control of Dade County, complacency. You just let these, these uh, refugees walk right into City Hall and take over because no one else was voting. So you need to get a little bit mobile. And you need to start uh, speaking up and out. But uh, just remember, it wasn't me. Miami, hello. George. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to comment on the guy about the assimilation. If you go any any other state besides outside of Florida and California, New mm-hmm. Jersey, New York, all the Cubans are as American speak, as apple exact, pie. They, right. I know, my boss is Cuban. He doesn't speak any Spanish. Right. They don't. They're. They totally assimilate into the American it's society. It's these people, this small group and of it, people. It, you're that right. It's have a this small umbilical cord that's still connected to Havana. No, and it's just down here, and it's a small constituency. It's the same ones that thumb their nose from the uh, international water line over there. Right. They got rammed. It's the same ones that got their own young men shot down for flying in Cuban airspace. Yes. yes. And it's the same ones that are always instigating, and it's a small nucleus of people. And the last thing is. Um, as far as the Coast Guard goes, if I'm out on my boat and the Coast Guard comes up to me, which they do, you got to stop, or else they're going to throw your ass in they're jail. Gonna, I've seen video when they trying to stop a, 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 a supposed drug boat and they shot the, the boat with a cannon because it wouldn't shot, uh, stop. Exactly. I, I don't care who you, the Marine Patrol, the Coast Guard, and it's happened to me three or four times. They tell you to pull over, you pull over. You pull that's, over. That's the law, period. That's I don't the care law. where you're from. Right. They don't know who you are from Adam. Right, and I don't know who these people are, but the only thing that I do know about them is that they had no respect for U.S. law because exactly they were right. violating it by their presence there. Thanks a lot. No problem, Take sir. Care. And thank you, and uh, happy Fourth of July. Can I say that enough? Kendall, hello. Hi, George. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was here at 11 o'clock, and I got caught off uh, with the switch. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, uh, I was one of the guys that called the uh, Spanish radio station on Wednesday. Yes, sir. And I got through. Oh, okay. good. Uh, I'll oh, tell you about my experience, okay? okay. Uh, I, I called to protest the uh, the traffic uh, Protest the protesters. Uh, uh, excuse me? You, you called to protest the protesters. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. But first, you know, I, I want to clarify a couple of misconceptions you have. You know, I came here at the age of 17 in 1961. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, in Cuba, there were three classes. You know, there wasn't only the upper and lower class. You had the middle. Well, in, in the cities, they had the merchant class and everything like no, that. No, you had you the know, middle class. You, and that was a relatively new thing, though. No, no, no. Okay. no. If, if you want to check the United Nations uh, statistics, okay? Okay, what, well, I'm not going to argue with you because no. you're, you're older and wiser than I am, so well, I'll, just, I'll just sit correctly. Okay. How's that? Okay, Guajiro is not a, a derogatory term. Uh, Guajiro, you know, they were unsophisticated. Uh, my family always people. used it that way. No, well, they're wrong. I okay. Mean, uh, through all the people that I know, and when I was there, Wahiro was a very hospitable, hardworking, humble person who was not formally educated, but, you know, uh, a person from the country. We didn't consider him like low class or anything. All right, my family did, but go okay. ahead. Okay, now, the, uh, it's not Escuria, it's Escoria. Escoria, oh, I wrote it down wrong, I'm sorry. Escoria. See, there, we're getting <laughs> Spanish lessons on the show today. Thank <laughs> yes. you, even me. Uh, okay. Escoria. Now, okay, as to my, uh, oh, another thing. Right. Uh, the the, the uh, stations, at least the one that I listened to, wasn't uh, telling people to go there and uh, blockade traffic. Good. Okay? There's, hope, there's hope for the future. Uh, and um, the uh, the host that I listened to, this is a guy named Acosta on w, WQBA. Uh, mm-hmm. He starts like at 3 o'clock. And I can give you a number later if you want to try it. 
uh, they they don't turn people off because you know they have a different opinion. You know, well, good. That that may seem different to you. Anyway, when I when I brought him the point, I said, how can we uh, tell people to that you know uh, our rights should be defended? Okay, if we violate the rights of other people. That's correct. You know, I told them people getting to, uh, you know, if they have a baby, they have to pick up from child care. I mentioned a few examples. Somebody has to get to uh, the airport to uh, to go on a, on a flight. Right, right. Or whatever. Okay, and he agreed with me. You know, he, he more or less said, you know, you're right. Okay, and this okay. is what he said to me. He says, uh, the, the problem is that we found, and we said we, it doesn't mean him particularly, but the organizations, uh -huh. that in the black civil rights uh, struggle, one of the tactics, you know, was to, like, hold arms together and blockade traffic to disrupt the social order in order to get results. I said, well, I don't know if that was true or not, but to me, it's, you know, it's not a practice that I would use. I'm sorry, you know. No, and, and he's absolutely wrong. The, the demonstrations were, like, marches on Washington and things like that. And we're not talking about civil rights. No one's uh, being violated over here except some raptors. The Coast Guard was carrying out their duty uh, the way that they do carry out their duty. Uh, well, civil I, rights I disagree with you in, one, you know, in a couple of points. Okay. And the reason it, it brought out that spontaneous uh, you know, uh, uh, reaction from some of, you know, some of the people that went there is because there's a famous incident of the March 13th boat where 43 people drowned in Cuba by the mm -hmm. Cuban Coast Guard because they were hosed. They were hosed out of their boats. They sank, and 20 children it struck a nerve. Uh, 20 children uh -huh. among the 43 drowned because because of the incident. That brought right away. As soon as I saw the hoses, okay, they reminded me of that. Okay, I didn't Obviously go to protest. A lot of other people of that. The, this is the emotion behind it. Right, okay? and it was a totally emotional scene. That's what I right. was uh, talking about. Okay, now uh, another quickly, thing. Quickly, we have we're very yeah. late for the break. See the pepper spray. It's, you know, to me, it's not defensible either. The Coast Guard said that's not part of their usual procedure. I don't know if that's right or not. I think that was a little bit over the line, but nevertheless, they're a law enforcement entity. They had their orders. They made a judgment, a, a decision, whether it was right or wrong. What does that have to do with the people that are trying to get home from work? No, it has nothing to do. I okay. disagree with the policy, and I apologize for myself. Thank you very much, sir. And uh, there you go. There's some insight. It struck a nerve because they had some other hosing where 43 of them and 20 uh, children drowned, and it... Uh, it got them all whipped up and hysterical, and as we all know... Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. 115 on QAM. Wake up with the first team. Joe Rogan, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein. Weekday mornings at 6. Only on Sports Radio 560 QAM. No tengo pellejo en la punta. Hi, everybody. This is Regis Philbin. And this is Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see how many times Kathy Lee can say the name... Cody, in a 10-second period, stop the clock. Here we go. Rich, what are you talking about? People love Cody. They want to hear about my life. They love Cody. Cody and Frank are bonding so well. It's so wonderful. I started breastfeeding Cody again, but I love it. I love my breast. America does. They want to know about Cody, 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 Cody. Twelve times. Twelve Cody's. Twelve Cody's. 120-560 WQAM, where the QAM stands for Cuban American. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello, George. How are you doing? Doing all right, sir. How are you? Uh, happy Fourth of July weekend. Thank you. Happy birthday, America. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am an American with a Cuban background. Yes, sir. And I stress American because the uh, Hispanic media has a problem with calling Americans Americans. They call them North Americans. Oh, Ah, uh, okay. Everybody says, oh, yeah, they definitely have a problem with that. Whenever you hear the Spanish radio, they go, Norte Americanos, Americans. No, I would have no reason to turn on Spanish radio because I know that Castro's an asshole, and uh, what, what else is there to say? 
Well, I, I turn it on just to see what's going on with current, current events, how they project uh, their news, and that uh, they do a very bad job of one-sided bias way. Really? Oh, okay. absolutely. I've been hearing I'm them being late. sarcastic. Of course they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to the AM station 1140. There's a woman who, who uh, has a show, with a talk, talk show with people calling in. I've been wanting to call her because I speak very fluent Spanish, and I've been wanting to air my views. Oh, by the way, it's Cordia. I'm sorry. You know, I, I stand corrected. I, uh, you know, it's nope. a new word to me. No I, was saying, I was saying it wrong for the past uh, hour. It's okay. Thank you. No problem. This is America, man. All right, I'm allowed to make mistakes? That's right. All right, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, okay, but, go ahead. What's this lady's name? I don't know what her name is, but it's uh, AM, uh, 11.40 AM, and uh -huh. she has talk show radio people call in and view their, uh, their opinions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to call, but it's not listed in information. Uh, it's not listed in the yellow pages, and I was wondering, since uh, you're an AM station, maybe you have... Your office has uh, the uh, telephone number. No, we don't. We don't station. talk to each other. We hate all those other radio stations. Okay, I, no, th such a thing doesn't exist. But however, someone might call up who knows what you're talking about. Yeah. If they do, we'll uh, give her name and number out on the air. We need along them. with this uh, Acosta guy on QBA, uh, who this other guy says is a reasonable man, someone you yeah. can reason with. And I encourage all my brothers and sisters to call up these radio stations, the ones especially that are getting everyone all whipped up and say this is not how we want to be represented. Absolutely. We want to yeah. have a big uh, paella party at Pro, Pro Player stadium yeah. and and, uh, and feed the gringos and and that, that that's how we want to demonstrate our strength absolutely you know there's such a problem there is about it's been stated before and before on your show there's a problem with assimilation with the cube with the latin americans specifically the cubans they don't want to assimilate with the american way of life in the american you know it's just i don't know why not you don't have to abandon your roots you don't you don't you can bring all the good things of your culture right on in there and, and, and throw it into the pot but they have this attitude of us versus them. And I know, and I don't know why, because I, I've, I've never met a more warm, and here I go with the ass-kissing again, I've never met a more warm and open-armed bunch of people than the, the gringos. Absolutely, and uh, you know the, th the thing is, I was listening to that same lady uh, yesterday, and they were saying the triumph that we've had with the... That wasn't a triumph, it was a disaster. A triumph, they were saying. Oh, yeah. Against the big bad Americans, you know what I mean, and now they're the big bad Americans that let them in when uh, when they were in crisis. Right. You know, the last time I saw the money, it says United States of America. Right. I, I don't see United States of Hialeah or anything right. like that. You know, it's like. But I definitely want to call this radio station. If anybody, if, you, if any of your listeners has that number, I would like to have it so I can call and air my views for sure and okay. a lot of people's views at the same time. We'll work on it. God bless you and happy. Okay, George. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye bye. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, George. Yes, sir. Yeah, great show. Thank you, sir. I never called, but I've been listening for, for three days, and it, I mean, I'm amazed. Um, you know, I, I, it's not the Cuban people, it's the politicians. It's, and when they, I, they, when, they have a big chunk of blame on their lap. Well, when I, when I saw it on television, when I, when I got home that night, I called Lincoln uh, Diaz Pilar's mm -hmm. office simply because he was making statements as a United States congressman against the structure of a... Of, what he's supposed to represent, mm -hmm. and calling his office, they just totally backed him, I and mean, they had an argument, a very scripted dialogue, for whatever I said, and it was the same at Joe Croyos, and you know, you, you can't really blame the Cuban people as as a whole because they weren't the ones who stirred this whole thing up. It wasn't controlled by the people who are in power. You're right. That it's their job to control. That's correct, sir. You know, look, I'm eighth generation American. I grew up in Northern California. In a very um, oh, by the way, they're they're blocking it. Thank God that some other people are laying down in the streets over in Vale. By the way, that just oh, are they? They're they're laying down and protesting the logging. So that there's some gringos laying down in the streets over there in uh, in Vale. Thank God. Go ahead, sir. What a beautiful thing. Uh -huh. Um, 
so, you know, I mean, I, I never even knew about any of this because the people I went, went to school with, Mexican people, mm-hmm. they were proud to be American. Chinese people, proud to be American. We were all American. That's mm-hmm. what it came down to. Right. America and, first at the and, very and, and, and the fault lays, again, with, with the politicians and the people who are pandering to just a small group of people. And maybe if people like yourself and your brothers and sisters would get on a bandwagon and vote against these people and get people in there who really care about people as I a whole. I wish they would. There, there are non-crooked Cuban politicians. I hate to astonish everyone with that. Why don't you elect some of those? That, that's what I'm saying, you know, and again... I, I do business in Miami. I mean, I go down there. I mean, I know Cuban people, Argentinian people. I mean, all kinds of people. And and as people are people, they're very nice people. And why? Thanks. Well, it, it, it <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not seeing this saying, as sir. a people thing. I'm seeing it as a government that's out of control. You're absolutely correct. That 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 needs to do something and say, hey, yeah, welcome to America. And this is how you want to protest. There's a form, you know. There's, there's, there's form. formalities right. that you have to go through. There's licenses you need. Go ahead. We'll close the bridge for you. We'll let the people know. We'll do whatever we have to do. But you have to go through the process. Absolutely and, correct, sir. And that's, you know, that's what this country's about. It's processes for everything. But if if you if you have politicians that are coming out okay. against the process that that they're elected to uphold. Then you've you got a problem. Point made, sir. Thank you very much. And by the way, somebody faxed me the uh, Jeb Bush office. Hey, let's give Jeb Bush's number out just to bug them for a while. 305-348-6870 to uh, talk to the Jeb Bush local office over here. Call them as Cuban people and say, uh, I'm Cuban. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I think that uh, we should cut this crap. Don't let this thing happen again. Send the uh, National Guard down here next time it happens with a big dump truck and shovel the people on in there. 27 after 1 on 560 WQAM. New on the WWWB. It's the Ramseys every Saturday night at 8. Join Mom, Wacky Dad, and Grandpa working overtime in the torture chamber in the basement. Go put on that lipstick and get ready for the pageant, young lady. It's just a barrel of laughs. The Ramseys, Saturday night at 8. 29 till 2 on 560 WQAM. Nobody called up thinking that was a good idea, the big paella protest, the big protest paella party at PP Park. I think it's a great idea. And I'm going to be doing the uh, gringo beer thing again right around Labor Day in uh, memory of the uh, the first show and what I was trying to do in the first show. It didn't happen then. But the buy a gringo a beer for this very reason so that I can uh, start the perception going back the other way. I, I mean, I might have to give 100 cases of beer out now after this thing. I mean, I don't think it's going to help, but, uh, you know, every little uh, every little bit. Here's little Havana, of all places. Hello. Hey, uh, George. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, man? It's Jorge from Little Havana. Hey, Jorge. How are you? Que vuelta. Que vuelta, city. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, you, uh, I'm not going to correct you again, but it's, it's Guajiro y Escoria. Right. Okay. Well, the guy, the old guy already corrected me. I had it wrong. I know. Escoria, I know. I heard it. Guajiro. Guajiro, I, you know, I was saying that right. My family's always saying that to, like, everybody else. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I... I ain't even going to tell you that your family was like upper upper class. They're like why. upper middle. They had their own property. They were professionals. But, yeah, you know, so they didn't, my family. They didn't own any plantations or anything cool like that, you know. Well, we owned a bakery and a tobacco plantation. Yeah, they, had, they were, you know, merchant class doctor, lawyer, teacher, you know, that kind of crap. That kind of crap. Uh, listen, uh, basically what I'd like to say is I, I spoke with Neil yesterday. I thought it was a shame what happened in the Palmetto. Yes. But I think... Um, to me, it's even worse than you see guys like Corroyo. Uh, well, how uh, did that go down? We never got the straight story on how that went down. If he was beating up one of those youth gang punks. 
It, it wasn't, wasn't a youth game, Punk. I mean, I didn't see who he was wailing on. I mean, well, he's he out of nowhere. Dug. I mean, you know, he beat up on the hammer. I mean, Carollo. Well, I, dude, if you ever met Hank, Hank can uh, Hank can push buttons. Yeah, he didn't okay. beat up on the hammer. Okay, but, but uh, what about Carollo on the news today? And what about uh, Finisless? You know, I mean, oh, I, I'm embarrassed by them. They're the ones that need to be spearheaded. They're the ones who are pandering. Right, they're pandering, and they need to be condemning. Right. They need to okay. be condemning this kind of behavior. It's making us all no, they, look they bad as a people. It. They just pander to the common denominator. Right. Uh, so they, more or less like uh, uh, during the McCarthy years. The worst Nixon and McCarthy. Exactly. Very good analogy to the worst denominator, by the way. That, the people yes, that sir. I don't want to represent me, stay home. You people, Ecuadia, stay in your house. You're not the people that I want people associating with the word Cuban. No, you're right. You're right, George. But uh, if I could make a point really Please, quick. Please, I'm sorry. I get all, you know, I'm Cuban. I, I know. Terrible. I know. I'm Cuban too, man. I get um, flooded. Okay, here here's basically the thing, all right? You got you got a guy like uh like uh Raul, right? Okay. Right. Um his chief, both of his kids are suspended. You know, Bol uh, Bolaño's kids. Mm -hmm. Okay, I work I work at the Metro Day Justice Building. Everybody mm -hmm. knows, every cop in the county knows. Uh, I'm talking from city of Miami all the way down. They know that those guys are thugs. Okay? So okay. This you know, is this guy's saying that by the way. You're not saying anything slanderous, are you? That's an opinion, right? Um Man, it's just it's a matter of public record. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh besides that, all I would like to say I you know, when I talked to Neil, I thought it was ridiculous that thing with the Palmetto. Right. Okay. And then since then I've talked to a couple of co workers and I talked to some of my family. And they were making the point, uh at least my mother was, she goes, But do you think that if they didn't do the MacArthur uh causeway protest that they would have let them go? And anybody who knows who led that protest was the Democracia movement with which they are uh, everything but uh, right wing. But democratic, right? You know, they 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 won relations with Cuba. So you know what I'm trying to say. Okay, I mean, if, if you think about it, Comunista, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> that's okay. what they call them. But we're running a little bit late. Okay. Those, those people should not have been released. That's the whole point. Do you think they would have been released? No, and they shouldn't have been because they came here illegally because they didn't do it by the book. There's a system. Operate within the system, and uh, and you will be accommodated. It worked for me, and it worked for most of us. Operate within the system, assholes. Should we take that break early? This is the early uh, break. Thing. One more, one more. These people have been holding a long time. Miami, hello. Hi, George. How yes, you doing? All right. Listen, I, re I respect your opinion. Thank you. And um, that li one lady that called, I, I, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be the type of guy that would be out there and stop my car in traffic and, and you know, Because you're a gentleman. I wouldn't do that. It's just not me. But I understand where they're coming from. I understand the rage and the passion and all of that stuff, but that, again, doesn't give you the right to mess with people no, who have no, nothing I, to do with what's pushing you off. Right, exactly. Okay, but, but my point is that where is the compassion also? I mean, Neil said something yesterday that really ticked me off. He says that he, the Coast Guard should have acted different because they saw the helicopters and the news cruises out there that maybe they should have you know, eased off on the water hoses and all that. But that made it sound like if the if the crews weren't there, then it would have been okay to do that. You know, those guys are defensive in the water, okay? And when that one lady, oh, they're just being tough. What is wrong with you, lady? Huh? What is that? What is your problem? Dude, they were breaking the law. I understand, but you law. don't pepper spray a guy that's in the water. Uh, you know, no one was arguing. None of the gringos that I spoke to, after right after that event, they were nothing but sympathetic and, and condemning the Coast Guard. Joe Castello, my wife, my friends, they were saying, that's horrible, man. They shouldn't pepper, pepper, pray, no, pepper spray people in the water. Everyone was outraged, but do you understand how that outrage against the Coast Guard turned toward to outrage against the Cuban because of the traffic blocking? Now, nobody cares about the pepper spray. 
spray. If you're an Anglo, you don't care about the pepper spray. You don't care about the Coast Guard. All you care about is that you didn't get home in time for dinner. You, you, right. had to, you, were, you peed your pants on, because you sat in traffic and you couldn't go to the bathroom. You missed a date. All of a sudden, the one issue, we would have had so much sympathy. The Cuban people would have had so much sympathy, and they had it until the traffic blocking started. They undid everything. But how can you let, how can you let people get away with those those because George. I'm letting people call up and say whatever the hell they well, want. Well, why didn't you challenge her on that, man? You, you don't, because you a law enforcement right. official will pepper spray you if you're not following orders. That's how it works, man. That's how it works, all right? It's, hey, listen, it's, I used it's to be in the Navy. The cops, they carry pepper spray on their belt. They carry a billy bat. They carry a gun. Why do they carry those things? In order to enforce the law. Those listen, are the tools. Listen, man, I used to be in the Navy. I mean, my heart goes out, but you know what I'm saying? These people watched, they, they, they were violating the law, and the law enforcement officials yeah, were... Yeah, but you still don't do that, man. You, I, you don't treat people dude, like that. I, I agree that they shouldn't have been pepper sprayed, but you know what I'm saying? You mess with the tiger, you get the claws, you know? Listen, I used to be in the service for four years, and I understand I did kind of, this, kind of more or less the same kind of duty, and I, I, don't, I don't think I would do that. Of I course mean, not. I mean, and nobody I mean, was arguing not, with that. No I one was not, arguing with that. Everyone, I would not... If, if I, they would have told me, look, you have to use pepper spray, then I would have chose not to be on that boat. You see what I'm saying? I would have. I, I, I understand what you're saying, and you know what? Duty. There would have been all this outrage, and there would have been all this sympathy, and there would have been all this crap, but it all went up in a puff of smoke okay. because of the traffic blocking. And thank you very much. And boy, boy, we are passionate, aren't we? 22 till two on 560 QAM. 560 WQAM. Judy Garland, Lenny Bruce, Elvis Presley. They all died while sitting on the toilet. Remember, pot cues. Stay off the pot. A reminder from the Home Safety Council. 17 till 2, 560 WQAM. How come I can't hear myself all of a sudden? Did you diddle with my uh, the Neil Overhead pot like he always accuses me of doing? Just all of a sudden the bottom fell out of my uh, overhead. Incredibly bizarre thing. Maybe I'll, I'll somebody diddle in the control room because that could have done it. They could have turned the master pot down in there. That's entirely possible. Nevertheless, Key Biscayne, hello. Hey, George. Hey, how are you? Hey, you guys kept calling Carollo. You meant Martinez. I'm sorry. Mayor no, Martinez. I, I do a lot of drugs. What can I say? Yeah. Martinez. Martinez. Right. Is a good, again, we don't have the straight story. I wish somebody that uh, was there before the cameras started rolling uh, could fill us in on what happened to precipitate that fight. You know, you he, know what he was doing? What, what was he doing? He, he was actually, believe it or not, and I was surprised to find this out, he was actually beating up one of the protesters because the guy was smarting off to him. Well, good. Yeah, well, exactly, but I, I thought it would have been the opposite. But what he was saying was, you know, you know stop blocking uh, the politicians. Why would you think it would have been the opposite? Well, I mean, I know, because all of the other politicians were making right. apologies for it. Exactly. And everything. Uh, okay, and, which is and, shameful, and, by and the way. And he was saying, don't do this in Hialeah because he's That's the mayor. right. Right. We're civilized over here is what he was trying to say. Well, what does that tell you? Yeah, surprisingly enough. And the lady's name is Ninosca Perez. But I don't have the phone number. Ninosca at 1140? Yes. All right. Ninosca Perez. Um, okay. But that's not the reasons I called. I'm just, you know, by virtue of what I heard while I was on hold. But the reason I called was, um, you know, it, it's like laying, laying down uh, in, in front of the, the traffic and all that. Mm-hmm. One of the guys called earlier on Neil. I don't know if you remember and he was saying this is a free country. You know, it's, it's not like, free to break the law, actually. Exactly. It's like, it's like freedom of speech. You know all about freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, right. I can't go into a, a crowded uh, movie theater, theater or fight a riot right. or I can, slander I people. Fire. There are limitations on, on the freedoms. I mean, 
granted, there, there are logical limitations. Like, you're free to do whatever you want as long as it doesn't interfere with another guy. Right. When you're laying on the street making people late for home, for dinner, for the hospital, for Dragon Ball Z, then you're an asshole and you're b b uh, breaking the law. You don't have the right to do that. That's exactly right. Okay. And, and another thing I wanted to say was, you know, you talk about the hypocrisy of the leaders who, yes. the people who rile up these, these, these uh, wajitos. Wajitos. And that's Wa a term Wahiro. I did. Wajiros. Wah <laughs> yeah, that's a term Escoria. I did. Say Escoria. Escoria. There you go. That's a term I knew in high school. I grew up out here. I went to Coral Gables High. Mm -hmm. And in 1979, it meant exactly what the way you, the way I interpret the way you do. Right. It meant a dumb redneck Cuban. We called him Wahidos. Right. Uh, like from the hills or from exactly. the fields. Exactly. Just, just a redneck, like, like, a, like a trailer trash right. or gringos. And that's what these people are. They okay. don't represent us. But anyway, you talk about the hypocrisy of the people who get all these Wahidos all fired up. Yes. I'm not going to mention her name. I live on Key Biscayne. There's a very wealthy, prominent woman who lives out here. Mm -hmm. She's the head of one of these groups. In fact, her plane was one of the planes that didn't get shot down in the, uh, you know, when the MiG shot down the... Right. She was with them, but she was in the safer plane. Mm -hmm. She's one of the people responsible for riling up these Wahitos. <laughs> but listen <laughs> to this. That's an R in there, but go ahead. <laughs> listen to this. This is the hypocrisy of it. The very first time they did this, and it may have been two years ago or a year ago, they blocked the Rickenbacker Causeway, right? Yeah. The people on Key Biscayne, because everybody knows this woman, she's on the news all the time. She's got a white stripe in her hair like a skunk. Yes. You always see her. You know? I know who you're talking about. Okay, I'm not going to mention her name. Right. That's the woman. And everybody on Key Biscayne knew that she was responsible for it. Everybody went over to her house and, and ripped her a new one. Excellent. So, so guess what? Now she doesn't block Key Biscayne, but she blocks she blocks other people's neighborhoods. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent. See, you see how it works? Yes. And, and I'm not making this up. This is the God's truth. No problem. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is unbelievable, and it's got to stop. It's got to hey, stop now. Another thing, you were saying about those guys laying down in front of the loggers. Yes. I mean, that's that's a, for, that's for a, a totally different thing. Right. That, you know, God. That's a specific purpose. Right. That's right. They're trying to save industry. some trees. I mean, I, I don't know how laying down in traffic is going to help the rafters. It, it just hurts innocent people like us. That's right. See you, George. Thank you, sir. Bye. And is, is Shannon still in there? Okay. Not yet. Oh, am I a week ahead? Oh, look at that. I'm, I, I forgot we ripped the month thing off. I thought it was today. Not yet. Not yet. I was going to call her and tell her not to come in because we're all you bailing out of here. You blew it. I blew it. I blew it. We're all bailing out of here, aren't we? Aren't we bailing out of here? The office is closing at 2.30? I stayed extra late yesterday. So that you could bail today. That's right. Okay. See, so we might uh, just do something. Something. 13? 13 till 2 on QAM. Where are we going? I hate it when I have to say that. Homestead, hello. hello. What? Go ahead. Um, I want to talk about the Cubans. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Call somebody up and talk to him about it. On that note, 12 till 2 on 560 WQAM. Where have all the communists gone? Just a short decade ago, they were everywhere. And now they're as rare as a playboy in Richard Simmons' bedroom. Unless you pick up tickets for this weekend's Disney Presents Commies on Ice. Former dictator-loving, red-tape-spreading commie bastards are now on the ice and twirling their pinko little hearts out for you and your family. Watch the Stalin Six juggle their sickles and hammers as they twist and turn in elegant formations resembling battle tactics they never got to use. Gaze in amazement as Vladimir Jackoff performs the nearly impossible Bolshevik 1440-degree revolution. It's Disney Presents Commies on Ice, employment for pinkos, and entertainment for you. This weekend only. 7 till 2, 560 WQAM, North Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing?
you doing, George? All right, sir. Each show gets a little better. Oh, thank you very much. I can only get better. I'm an Ohio American. Yes, sir. 